Shaolin shadow boxing and the Wu Tang sword style. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. Do you think your Wu Tang sword can defeat me? On guard, I'll let you try my Wu Tang style. Bring the motherfucking rockets! Bring the motherfucking rockets! This is Advanced Listening, the podcast that ain't nothing to fuck with. The podcast that brung all the motherfucking ruckus. The podcast so raw, it'll eat you alive like Jeffrey fucking Dahmer. With your hosts, the Nooch Faced Killer and MC Odom. What's keeping funky? Who said he was? Like that and Allen, Italians bleed spaghetti sauce. If y'all ain't shaking with stagging, then y'all already lost. Already crossed them like Christ, I'm ready for them. Plus anybody that say no, I'm taking numbers. I'm taking names, I'll take your chains, take this hunger, pain, pain, pain. Can you feel the thunder and rain? I don't talk it like the Rambo, I get it done in the game, y'all. Do me a favor, don't never play with my ball. Never been a player hater, I just ain't playing with y'all. You watch your lane, but... Good morning, my dude. Really? Good morning? Yeah. It it's it hasn't been morning in like three hours. You need to stop. I am in the bastard mountain time zone. Fuck this time zone. Shit don't make no sense. It's morning in dude, California. It's afternoon here. It's afternoon there. It's morning here. Fuck the bastard dude, time zone. You are an hour out of my time zone. That's not that's not a time zone differential. That's just like a lack of awareness of the day. No, because look, all my friends either live on West Coast time or Central time. All of them. Right? You know what's funny is every whenever people are listing off time zones, no one ever thinks about the mountain time. No one ever fucking considers the bastard mountain time zone. (laughs) All my friends either live on central time or west time, pack time. All of them. So I'm constantly like an hour ahead and an hour behind everything. Hey, I loved the intro, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, um, for those that don't know, if it wasn't painfully obvious, it's motherfucking Wu-Tang week. What? Shame on a homie who tried. On a homie. So, you know what's funny is I want to point this out to you because, okay, so for the last, ever since we went camping, a lot of weird shit has kind of lined up, right? Yeah, the stars are definitely in conjunction uh, uh, Mars and Venus have aligned, and Jupiter is in the house of Orion. <laughs> I need to I need to point out that none of this was intentional. Uh, we just totally noticed it, and I and I have to mention it because I think it's incredible. Um, so little little things have been kind of lining up. We've been talking about doing this Wu Tang episode for a, a while now. We just couldn't really, we just weren't sure. We we're just like, dude, it, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking just let's do the Wu Tang. Right. Well, and then, we, we decided we were going to do Wu Tang before 
we even recorded the tool episode and right. the tool episode took about two weeks for us to work to get done <laughs> and because of the camping trip and yeah, then, yeah and so we've known we were going to do wu-tang this week for about three weeks maybe four but the thing is is orion and i have no conception of time or dates or anything like that because we're lazy stoners that just sit around and listen to music all day um, i am a retired stay-at-home dad dates are basically little things that wait, come off the wait. sugar palm tree hey so does a retired stay-at-home dad like are you not staying at home dadding anymore are you doing like is did you retire from being a stay-at-home dad are you doing other shit now? no 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 i'm about half retired from stay-at-home dad duties because my kids are old enough to where they're now almost completely self-sufficient i just have to supervise okay so you are retired comma Stay at home. Stay at home, dad. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. 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 Um. No. But what I'm getting at, the funny thing is about this is, yesterday on my stupid fucking Facebook, and yes, every now and then I dip my dirty little toes into that fucking disgusting. It's not even a guilty pleasure. Ew. I kind of hate myself for Facebooking. You. Yeah. I but... hate. I hate myself for tweeting. Like I. I only go on Twitter now on our advanced listening, uh, at advanced listening pod on Twitter. Um, and even then, I'm like, this is a cesspool of vile disgustingness. I right. fucking hate Twitter. Okay, so with with all of that being said, that that lament that you feel for yourself for doing it, that's how I feel every time I click on Facebook. But I knew we were getting ready to fucking record this episode, right? And I opened up Facebook, and you know how it shows you your fucking memories from two, three, four, five years ago, whatever, on this day? No, because I do not have a Facebook. Oh, okay. I don't think well, I've ever actually, like, fucked around on Facebook. Like, Facebook ever. Facebook will remind you of something that you posted five fucking years ago on this day, just because, hey, why not, that's not right? That's not creepy and stalker weird. That's super... Well, everything about Facebook is fucking data mining, stalker weird, but that's not the conversation we're having. I'm trying to focus... Me too. I see that. I see that. Okay. <laughs> so, I go on to Facebook. I'm focused my memory, now. My memory on this day two years ago is, are you ready? Yes. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Well, that's true. Isn't that weird, though? Isn't that yeah, weird? Yeah, like, so two years before, like, years before we even decide to do the podcast. I didn't even know you. before we decide we're going to do Wu-Tang Clan and you've got Wu on your fucking Facebook and and you pointed this out to me earlier today too. It's Juneteenth. It's Juneteenth. <laughs> and what are we awesome. doing? We're doing one of the most, one of the most aggressively powerful fucking bands for a community of people that has been denigrated by a lot of yeah, others. Exactly. Wu Tang Clan has always been, well, first and foremost, they're fucking street poets. Let's be clear about that. Oh, fuck yeah. They're they definitely are. street poets, but they're they're very much proactive in their community. They're all about fucking yes. building up strong community ties and fucking improving yes. their, their world around them. And they have always Lord. they've always been very active with the black community and they are all about a powerful black man or a powerful black woman like they fucking that's like that's their fucking roots that's their meat and potato that that and that they ain't nothing to fuck with you know you know what else you know what else and i discovered this uh uh while i was doing our homework uh yeah old dirty bastard yes yeah 
yeah. in the height of woo fever in the yeah. mid 90s still on food stamps as a political protest to show that even though he's a famous musician he still doesn't make enough money because record companies suck that is fucking so beautiful. you can be and, on food stamps and you know you can it's so it's that's so gangster cool. shit right there that's because what fucking rapper rappers are all about the machismo fucking look at my cars jewels and bitches right so what fucking balls it would take to say yeah i'm a big time rapper and i'm still on food stamps well wait Fuck but not, not even just this you got to think about who we're talking about for those that don't know okay let's let's start a little bit at 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 the the top all right the wu-tang clan is a large group of dudes from new york from inner city new york city different area like the the bronx brooklyn all these all these different like really intense neighborhoods in in new york 10 of them is there 10 of them dude i'll be honest with you i have never been able to keep up yeah i got my my cheat sheet open let me just count real quick do it got rizza rizza old db method man Rikwan, ghostface killer inspector deck you got most of the killer and capadonna that's 10 I hope I didn't mispronounce anybody's name. No, I know, I know you're worried about uh, Raekwon, but that's definitely right. Okay, good. Yeah, that was the only one I was like, oh, I don't know how to pronounce that name, and I don't want to fuck up Homeboy's name. The only reason the only reason why I'm certain of it is like, oh, man, so Wu-Tang, real quick, Wu-Tang's been around for a long fucking time. And they're yeah. still they're yeah. still pumping material out, bro. They're still relevant. Like fucking Method they Man. Just, found- they just dropped a fucking I don't know if you'd call it a full album, but it's not a it's not an EP. It's somewhere between an EP and an album. Uh, 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 of Mikes and Men, which I listened to today, by the way. I haven't I haven't done that one yet. I'm gonna go ahead and confess. Okay, so if you guys end up digging around through Spotify or Apple or however you find your music, you're going to notice a fucking barrage of albums by the Wu-Tang Clan. They've got a lot of mixtapes. They've got Wu-Tang versus Indie Culture. They've got Wu-Tang's dubstep album. Not to mention, we, we had intended to go through a lot of the side project stuff. I was going to yeah. do... Uh, Rizza and, and Method Man, and you were gonna do Ghostface Killer and uh, Raekion. And Raekion? Yeah. Well, did you? No. <laughs> I uh, I got through some. I, I, I listened to one of the just a Method Man album, right? And then I listened to two of the Method Red Man albums. I fucking love. Can we get sidetracked real quick and talk about yeah. how easy it is? To love anything Method Man does. Good God. His voice it's, is a yeah. voice that needs to be broadcast to the world. The timbre and pitch of his voice is soothing, hypnotic, angry, and aggressive. Uh, he has got that... There's a bass frequency to his voice that is just... It's, 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 it's made to be recorded. Like, it, that dude has a voice that's supposed to be printed onto fucking albums and just shoved into your fucking ear hole whether you like it or not. Yeah. Like, uh, the blackout too, though, it like, just, if we're talking Method Man and Red Man. And, right, by the way, real quick, real quick, Red Method Man, not Red. a member. Yeah, Red no, Man Red Man. Not a member of Wu-Tang Clan. That is a 
common fucking mistake that people make because Method and Red run so hard together. And yeah, yeah, I'm fairly certain that Red has done some tracks on some Wu Tang albums. Yo, no, he has. He has probably more features on Wu Tang albums than anybody else. He's he's littered all over Wu Tang Clan albums. He's a fucking honorable member of the Wu Tang. He's an Clan. honorable member. Uh, yeah, fair enough. He's an honorable member of the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> oh man, they okay. So they they start with he's, you know I can't get my Spotify to open, so I actually forgot the name of that album that I want to talk about. The first one, Thirty Six Chambers. Is that is that it? Thirty Six. That's the first one. Yeah. But uh, real quick before we move on, like Blackout Two was the 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 album that like of the side project shit that I heard, which was not that much. I'll admit it. No, um, I do know. Uh, granted, I no, full disclosure, I got a lot of Method Man shit that I already know. But I, as far as like doing it for the homework this week, going back, listening to it, advancing my listening and paying attention, taking my notes, no. But I do know a lot of that shit because I just listened to it in my off time. There is a song on the Blackout Two called "City Lights," which is my motherfucking jam. Goddamn, that is a good fucking song. That is maybe one of my favorite Method Man songs or Method and Red Man songs. And then he's got a. There's a song on. Uh, <laughs> there's a song on. Uh, to Cal the prequel, which I believe Ta-cow. is his third solo album. It's called the Motto. It's just him talking about big booty bitches and all the fucking fun that goes along with big booty bitches. It's a real fun track. It's got a nice kick and beat. There's nothing intellectually stimulating about it, but goddamn, is it a fun track to listen to? And there's a lot of those. That's actually what I really like about one of the one of the things that I love about the Wu Tang is how diverse. The, it's not necessarily the sound because the sound is straight up New York hip hop, like to the fucking core. Um, but what they bring you lyrically and the way that they, dude, they'll bring you everything from like fucking. They there's a there's this track. I'm pretty sure it's on. Uh, which by the way, I was telling you for a while that it was the Woo. You were right, bro. It is the W. Yeah, it's the W. It's the W. It's not the Woo. For years, I called that album the Woo. Um, but anyway, on the Woo, they give you like really serious songs, political statements, and like telling you to dream big and fucking don't get held down. And like they got some inspirational shit. But then they also have these tracks where they talk about nailing your nutsack to a fucking desk and then taking a baseball bat, going kapow. Like they're so You're talking about like stuff like protect your neck, which is. Just- just a goofy fucking song, but God, it's so much fun. Protect your goddamn neck. Protect your neck, homie. Uh, you, it's it's hard not to love them. It really is, and they they their their career, it stays like that. And by the way, the protect your neck thing came out in like ninety fucking two. They've you know it's, that's go ahead go ahead. It's 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 it is such an amazing juxtaposition. The Wu Tang Clan, the duality of that band is absurd. The socially conscious, conscious, you know, like let's improve our community, let's inspire our community, let's fucking, you know, uh, 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 we're poets from the streets kind of thing versus the, oh baby, yeah, give me your booty, jiggle, jiggle, titty. 
kind of aspect of Wu Tang. You know Which what I is, mean? It's totally there though, and that's the thing is I don't think one of those aspects that you're talking about really outweighs another. You know, they stay with that vibe. It's it's a part of their thing. And what what I love about it, it's the fact that they'll make political statements, right? Because yeah. that's something that's that's prevalent in the community. You know what I mean? But but and then they'll sing a song about jiggling your titties. Yeah, exactly. We got them tittle bitties, jiggle jiggle tittle bitties. Or fucking uh, you know, ODB, dude. I'll fuck your ass up. <laughs> yes. All I'm saying is is. Is your Shaolin style cannot beat my Wu Tang soul? Before yes, okay. Wait, before I get into that, you just you re- I gotta go off on that whole thing. How they use sound bits, but I want to talk about how many quintessential tracks oh. showed up on their 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 their, their first out chambers. <laughs> it's got bring the ruckus, shame on a homie, bring the、right? motherfucking ruckus. Yeah,、uh, that thirty six chambers has. Bangers all over it. It's got cream. Everybody knows cream. You don't even have to know Wu Tang to know cream, right? It's got M A T H O D. Man, love that fucking song. And then also, don't forget protect hey, your neck. Hey, you get off my style. Hey, fun fact: protect your neck actually came out as a fucking single before the Thirty Six Chambers dropped. But、Almost. it doesn't come out on an album till like 2000. Wait, protect your neck. <laughs> yeah, it's on the Wu. Oh, you're right, and it's actually it's only on this one because it's the expanded edition. And protect your neck was keep in mind <laughs> it was released as a basement tape in '92, and so now on the re-release of 36 Chambers, they included protect your neck. But the original version or the Wu version, because the Wu、uh, version is different. Yeah, it's no, it's not the original version. It's the expanded. It's the one that they. It's almost like an anniversary edition. I think they released it in two thousand and three. Fuck yeah,、I'm、which is twenty twenty fucking years. No, ten years. I'm sorry, ten years. Those dudes are those those dudes are studs, man.、Uh, yeah, you, you. But you, you know what? You've got a group of guys, and much like Slipknot, there's nine guys. Slipknot, there's ten guys in the Wu Tang Clan. Right,、yes. ten and a half. We'll give we'll give Red half a fucking credit. I'll give Red there's, half. There's half. So there's ten and a half guys in Wu Tang Clan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, for a band of that size to be able to run the gambit of political activists versus silly kind of rapper nonsense. See, you know. You know, what know what it's fun. It's almost a game that you can play when you're talking about how many members are in the band, right, or in the group, or whatever the fuck、right. you want to call them.、Um, they're a band. They're a band. They're a band. They're yeah, they're a band. Well, you know, almost everyone, and I'm getting off topic. Hold on, I gotta finish what I was fucking saying, and I lost that thought, so I'm gonna move on. You know, almost everyone in the group is a, is a fucking producer in one way or another. Yeah. Well, their 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 names, like if you look at the credits. For those albums, especially the early like two or three albums, it's like, it's 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 like reading a fucking Tolstoyevsky novel. <laughs> the amount of fucking producer credits that are in involved. <laughs> no, but wait, wait, I remember what I was gonna say. It's almost a fun game to play. Print yourself out a list of the name of all the Wu Tang members, right? And as you're going through a song, like select at least. Three, because there's gonna be at least three members, and who knows? I'm pretty sure that there's songs featured in some of these albums that got every goddamn one of them on the tracks. There's a handful of them that have all 
all of them rapping. And Jesus Christ. Not necessarily at, in their own turn. Yeah, no, yeah, right. It just happens, and I love it. It's I just chaos. It. It's organized chaos, man, and it's fucking, it's really cool to listen to. And here's something that I want to point out, too. If you're listening to it, and even, it's not even just their older albums, you're like, what is it about this beat? That, my friend, is called East Coast Hip Hop. And that's exactly what it is. It's a New York style of hip hop. The way that they bring the beats, the beats are lighter. What a lot of what we're used to is like southern dirty bassy beats, and then that West Coast shit that has a stop, lot stop, going stop. on. Yeah, I cannot co-sign with those southern dirty beats. Fuck Do not you, drag dude. me into your southern rap nonsense. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? No, no. Right. Outside a little way. I can't think of a single rapper from the South that I truly enjoy. Okay, so Ludacris doesn't want any of that, right? Nope, not really. Oh, Nelly you can, can go get to fuck dick yourself. To. Oh, you I like. You know what? Look, I like Ludacris' first album. Fat no. Rabbit is a beast. Everything Luda does is fucking gold. Now you're, the, the Southerner is coming out of you, and I'm, 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 I'm seeing your. You bias. know what? Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll concede right now, but we're having this fucking conversation one day. We're doing. We're gonna have this. this conversation later when we talk about the state of hip hop. Fine. Look, I, okay, I'll give you Ludacris. Yeah, you will. And I will give you Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is amazing. Ludacris is okay, and Nelly used to could be all right, but full disclosure, I love that song "Pimp Juice" by Nelly. I think it's great. I fucking bumped the shit out of it. You don't um, like Timberland. No, not at all. You don't okay. like Missy Elliott. Here's no, something that'll piss off everybody. I think Nas sucks too. Nas does suck. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Can we talk shit about Jay-Z for two minutes, please? Just, can no. I get two minutes to talk shit about the laziest garbage rapper that is considered one of the all-time greats ever? Fuck off if you think Jay-Z is a great rapper. I'll fucking slap the dick out of his mouth. He's garbage. It's lazy studio garbage. I want to see Jay-Z just attempt to keep up with not even Tech 9. I'm not even gonna drop my king card out there. I'm not even gonna fucking use my 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 queen. Just against my rook. I give you Chris Calico. Go, Jay-Z, you little bitch. The funny part is though, is is people listening to this are like, who? Yeah, I, I know. Because you have shitty taste in hip-hop. That's why you know who garbage-ass Jay-Z is. And everybody went, but I like Nelly. When I told him Nelly can you know, get to dick too. But they don't know who Chris Calico, Steve Stone, Kung Fu Vampire, and fucking... Oh, we're not, hey, we're not, having, that, we're not having that conversation yet. We're talking about the motherfucking Wu-Tang. All right, here's what I want to say about the Wu-Tang. And I've been waiting to say this for a hot minute. Yeah. We... We're trying, at, getting into like the second and third albums, right? We were trying to figure out why their sound sound is so fucking raw and grimy and crazy and awesome. And give me my props. It was you. You did it. I was going to give you your props. You don't even have to ask for them. I'll give you all the props. Okay, thank you. It, we were going through, because look, there's a clear, there's a clear production value upgrade in Wu-Tang Forever and the W. No, God. It's a, dude, it's a, it almost sounds, it, if you don't listen, if you were to just bump the instrumentals, right? Right. You, you would be like, who is this? 
but but go ahead. Take the take the reins. You got it. But so we're trying to send what because even though that there's this huge fucking astronomical upgrade from 36 Chambers to the uh, Wu-Tang Forever and the W albums in their production value, right? The beats are still kind of grimy, right? They're, they're, they're just, they're, the beats aren't the point necessarily of the Wu-Tang plan. No. You know what I mean? Like, you get guys like like uh, Tech 9 has great beats, great lyrics, right? You get guys like <laughs> Ryan, you get guys like 50 Cent, the lyrics aren't necessarily the thing. But his beats are killing. All right, I think I'm dying. Good. Ugh. Die. Die slowly because you think what? Nelly and, and, and Timberland are good. Motherfucker, you're the one that said you like Nelly, you piece of shit. You outed yourself on that. I was standing by Lula. No, I said and- Nelly has a good song. No, shut up. You beat off in the shower to Nelly. I do. Don't tell anybody. I wear a Look, band-aid sh- under my we eye. Won't- hey, we'll, we'll just edit it out. Hey, I got hey. you. After we get done recording, I'll just cut this part out, okay? Just... Just don't tell anybody about that Band-Aid I wear under my eye, okay? I, I promise I won't. I know you do the little Band-Aid. Especially you, I appreciate you, that. When you go out to Chili's, so you feel Look, fried. I may or may not have one pant leg rolled up over my knee right now. At all times. No, just right now. You know what? You know what, bro? Since we're going to... Wait, let me finish now. this thought. Okay. So we're trying to figure out what is it about this sound that is still super raw in in Wu-Tang Forever and in the W because there's a clear upgrade and Nooch points it out it's like you know their mics are super fucking greasy they're just grimy detuned mics and he's right it's it's the way that their 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 lyrics are put down over the beats their mics are these fuzzy kind of uh, 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 reverbing it sounds it's like grimy. if they if they if they walked into the studio, right? And you've got if any of you've ever seen a studio set up, you typically have your booth, and then you have a really high end mic that's got a filter over it and stuff like that. A that wind filter has definitely been removed, and B yeah. and I know this isn't accurate. I'm just saying it's what it made that raw like. mic. That mic, is it, raw. yeah, it, the raw. mic is raw. It's almost like it's a direct input mic instead of running through the board. Right? right, it's almost like, like can, they plug it. You can hear the static in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It and, sounds and very it, it, out of the garage, you know what I, intimate. Go ahead. You know what it does is it gives it that feel of being on a street corner in Brooklyn with a fucking mic and an amplifier, a single mic and a shit amplifier, and and you're just you're just rapping. You know what I mean? It gives and, it a and, real fucking street vibe because those mics are so crazy, and it's, yeah, and they it keep has that to sound be intentional because as I was listening. There's a couple of uh, Snoop Dogg features in those two albums, and where's, in the Iron Man Snoop... album, the next one. He's where his mic is clean as fuck. It's your standard yeah. Snoop Dogg mic. Their mics are greasy. Their mics are grimy, and it gives it a total fucking raw street feel that you don't get in in just about anybody else. Once they get to upgrade their fucking production, there's no going backwards. Yeah. You're 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 right, and and that. But what is cool is that sound lingers, right? It's almost like that. You don't even know it until you, you like, don't like what it until you notice it, and then it's all you notice. And you realize you're like, bro, this is the quintessential sound. They're raw, rough lyrics. Like it's funny. It's almost like anytime you listen to ODB. Okay, so you listen to your fucking, you listen to your pop starlets, right? Or even your fucking poppy rappers, your club rappers, right? And there's one thing you can count on, and that is a very equalized track, 
right? Right. Old Dirty Bastard is the most unequalized dude in the history of rap. Like, I he, feel like he's... You're right. Like he purposely wants his levels off. Yeah, and, and he does... And he's just like... Whoa, like, he's so fucking weird, man. And, he's like, and they stick... shit, dude, is hyper-depressive, super-fucking-manic. And, like, you can hear he gets, like... And once again, it's his Jigga, jigga, raw, jigga, yeah, jigga, no. You can hear him getting, like, winded while he's doing these lines. And he, like, takes breaths where you wouldn't expect one to take a breath. And just, like, that rawness, that weird, straight off the fucking street corner in New York rawness is one thing that they never let go of. Ever. Ever. And you know what's great about the, uh, like, what you were just saying about the ODB verses where it feels like he's taking breaths in wrong places or he's not... You know, completing the the bar before he yeah he's yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird, right? But they can very easily stop, right, and edit, and oh, then yeah. bring it back. But they don't. They leave that fucking weird pause that shouldn't be there in the wrong spot in because that just adds to the greasy, grimy state of affairs. Yeah, and that's who he is. That's who fucking ODB is. That's how, like, that's... Because, look, everything, if you... It's hard to break it down at first because you don't know what rappers are going to be on what tracks, right? Right. But if you spend some time and you do your homework, other than Method Man and ODB, all of these other rappers, they have standout attributes as well. For me, Ghostface Killer, I'm a... I I can't... I don't want to bullshit and say I'm a huge fan, but he's always been a standout member to me. In, uh-huh. in the Wu-Tang. And his solo shit, dude, I would listen to just at, at any time. Like, I lo- because he's got their his own thing. But then whenever right. they come together as the Wu-Tang clan, it's like we all bring a different piece of this. You know this what they are? Yeah. You know what they are? They're, They're a goulash. Avengers. They all have their solo stories, and their solo stories are interesting and unique and, and fucking awesome, and you want to be a part of their solo stories. But goddamn, when they come together, it, shit's going to happen. Shit's going to blow up. It's incredible. And then, like, okay, so I, I started Here's skating the other around. Thing. Hold on, real quick, because your yeah. Ghostface Killer take brought this to my mind. Like, I feel very much the same way about Riz as you do about Ghostface Killer. You know what I mean? And RZA, uh, again, each one of them has their own thing that they really bring to the mix of this soup that is the Wu-Tang Clan, you know? And I always feel like RZA is the the, the Leonardo of that group. He's the, 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 the fucking Captain America. He's their leader. I agree you know with I mean? that. He's not I necessarily absolutely... the, the st- like, ODB and Method Man are the standouts. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. But... Goddamn, RZA is the guy that keeps the fucking train. He's the conductor that keeps that train on the tracks. He is their blue bandana wearing Leonardo with swords. He is the leader. You know what I mean? Bro, he stands out in that capacity. Did you ever see his movie? Uh, Yes, I saw both of them. I didn't see the second one. You man with the Iron Fist, and then the 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 second one of that's, dude. Doesn't Quentin Tarantino fucking produce those movies? I, I am pretty sure he did because that's the kind of advertisement and that's honestly the way the movie feels like way too much blood <laughs> right it, it, like can you just imagine Riza and Quentin Tarantino sitting around writing a kung fu movie why not god damn that why is not? a room that I want to be in 
just so that I could partake oh. in all the cocaine and crazy. You know what? You you saying that made me want to double back to a point that I totally fucking forgot. Um, for those that don't know, or for those that are well educated in the ways of the Wu, um, they my Wu Tang sword will defeat your Shaolin style. They love that shit, dude. They fucking use so many old ass kung fu movie clips. They're obsessed with. They use a lot of kung fu movie clips, but they also let's give credit where credit is due because they're two completely separate cultures. They use a lot of Chinese uh, 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 kung fu movie clips, right? But they yes. also use a lot of Japanese samurai sword movie clips. And that's more of a, like, I, I honestly I hate to say it, but I feel like... Hold on a second. Do. Yeah. My dogs oh. are going insane. Keep the, keep the audience occupied. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll just finish. I'll finish this point. I think that it's uh, when it comes to the splits in the culture, like you hear old dirty bastards say things like the Wu-Tang Shogun, right? But oftentimes, whenever they bring in these movie clips, you've got you've got these old fucking Chinese or yeah, these old Japanese uh, kung fu movies where they're talking about your kung fu style cannot defeat the Wu Tang, and they use this shit so freely and they even they'll even figure things in like uh the sound of two swords colliding not in real not what it actually sounds like but old kung fu movie sound effects right right rock that shit into the beat there is a sorry about that my dogs were going nuts for those that's all good man i have five giant pit bulls and when they go crazy one goes crazy it's a it's a parade of nonsense so uh do you remember the punch sound effect from the indiana jones films of course the yeah it's 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 such a distinct sounds like it sounds like like celery being snapped that yeah yeah it is it is my favorite punch sound and and it is it is essentially the kind of stylistic sound effects that you get from these old kung fu movies and these old samurai movies that they use you know what i mean it's not it's not the sound of punching it is no. a sound effect of yeah punching. Of, you know what of, i mean it's not real clapping it's against so the skin beautifully not real you know what uh, 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 back to the whole like stars aligning thing yeah yeah you went to uh you went to go rip your bong just now i did and uh, I had I had mine in my hand and was literally about to do the exact same thing at the exact same time, unbeknownst to me. But then had to stop because you know dead air. <laughs> dead, dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Not <laughs> oh, those lemons are tart. Oh, uh, you got it. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's tart. I don't even give a fuck if anybody knows. I don't don't care if anybody knows. Does my neck bone resemble the vagina of a dog? Maybe. It's not. It's not my place to say. I I don't give a shit if anybody understands what's happening right now. I really don't. Um, real quick. Hey, I know we already moved on. I know we already moved on to Iron Flag. But one thing I wanted to mention about the W, it was my very first. Uh, Wu-Tang album. It, was, it came out in the year 2000. It was the first time I picked anything up from Wu-Tang, right? And uh, there's a song on there that will forever stand out to me. It's called Gravel Pit. 
No, um, I, I was yeah, good call. I yeah. was gonna say before we move on from uh, Wu Tang Forever and the W, there were a handful of songs that I just needed to point out as being standout fucking material to me. Gravel Pit was one of them. Go ahead. Gra- yeah, no, Gravel Pit, and then Let My Homies Live, featuring the ever so horrible Nos. Uh, See, Hollow Bones on the W was my fucking jam. I don't think I had ever heard that song before. That song made me go back and listen to it again and again and again. That was a fucking banger. Yeah. The the album is actually it's it's it sleeps on you. It's got a lot of really calmness in it to where I hate I really hate to say this about an album, but it's a good surface listening album. It's a good background album. But there are there are fucking songs the jump off or protect your neck uh let my homies live like you said hollow bones gravel pit they're definitely songs on this album that are super duper duper fucking standout and what i would consider like like lifelong fucking quintessential wu-tang yeah the other thing about the wu-tang clan is 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 none of their beats really stand out as being amazing like the the music aspect the background is is really a background like almost a metronome to keep everything moving forward you know what i mean like the beats aren't at, aren't the thing the poetry that these boys are laying down that's the motherfucking thing these men are amazing street poets the hell i'll put them up against alan motherfucking gensberg any day of the week and twice on sunday the greatest minds of my generation were lost because the wu-tang clan smashed them in the head with a fucking baseball bat <laughs> that's good um, so unfortunately, you know, can I, all... can I just bring up one more song before we move on? It's on Wu-Tang Forever. It's on the uh, sure. uh, second album. Yeah. This song, much like Hollow Bones, had me like re- going back to it again and again. And uh, I, this may be my favorite Wu-Tang song. It's a, a song called Visions. And it is just stupendous. It is such a dark soliloquy. I, I, I don't want to fucking give too much about that song away just because I, I require you to listen to this song. It will be on the playlist, you believe that. But it was so beautiful and dark. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the storm clouds being lit up by a sunset that doesn't have any space to peek through said clouds. So it's just color, but muted black and thick color that is, is all-encompassing and uh, and just you can't escape from it. It was thick. It wraps me up in 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 violence and aggression and and darkness, but it made me feel comfortable in it. It was a beautiful motherfucker. Um. So unfortunately, with us already being 37 minutes in, I think we focused a lot better today. I'm not ready to bounce yet, but I think we focused a lot better today than we did in other ones. So I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't have to break this into multiple segments. But seriously, I've still got a lot of homework to do, and I vote. For, we can always uh, revisit the Wu Tang Clan. We have. I want to. I, I do want to. Before we get out, I do want to bring up Iron Banner. Um. Oh yeah, and a better tomorrow. Oh, you want to talk about a better tomorrow? Because I was going to talk about of Mike's and Men, their newest album. I See, we can, yeah, that. we can, we can skip through these real quick, man. Go ahead. All right. Well, first off, I thought Iron Banner might be the weakest of their four first albums. Yeah. Um, I there is good. There are some really good things on it, 
Like, In the Hood was fucking great. You know what I mean? But, like, they do a song with Flavor Flav, and it's just, ugh, not good. Um, despite the fact that it's it's probably their weakest of their four albums, it's, it, it's better than anything Nas has ever put out, so suck that dick. <laughs> fucking Nas taking a... Fuck Nas, dude. Nas the Fuck Nas. Everybody tells me Nas is great, needs to go listen to Tech 9 and understand that you're wrong. Because Tech 9 is doing what Nas was doing only better all yeah. the way See, around. Now, the thing like, is, is if no, you, no, no, if no. you end up... What you're doing is, you're looking at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar... And, uh, uh, no, let me make a better analogy. Nas, Nas is... Nas is Dominique Wilkins. At the time that Dominique Wilkins was slam dunking, shit was great. Nobody had ever done some shit like that before. Awesome. Tech Nine is motherfucking Michael Jordan. So, if you're going to compare Dominique Wilkins to Michael Jordan, you're about as wrong as wrong gets. So stop fucking telling me how great Nas is. Hey, man, when's the last time you hit a bowl? Your heart rate's getting up there. Um, I get, I get animated because <laughs> I feel like, look, a lot of it stems from the fact that that tech is clearly objectively better than everybody else yet so clearly and objectively ignored and disrespected. And it drives me fucking batshit insane. And hearing all the Nas honks, and there are a lot of them. I, I look at Nas honks the way you look at Tool Guy. Because ah. they're all like, well, his storytelling's so amazing. Suck my dick. You know, before we get out, uh, which, you know, this, what you're talking about is a perfect segue into our uh, our next segment. Uh, so we'll definitely revisit the beating of Nas. It will continue in the next segment. Yeah. <laughs> Only I'll be calmer. Promise. I promise. Uh, I, I, I know I'm going to forget if I don't do it now is um, Wu-Tang came out with a PlayStation game a while back. Yeah. And it was called 36 Chambers of the Wu. And you could literally choose any member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, you, it's a, it was a martial arts platform adventure game where you walked around and just straight kicked people in the fucking neck. And it was amazing. It was like Double Dragon or something. It, yeah, but, but more, more, uh, more of a, like, Crash Bandicoot meets Double Dragon because it wasn't like a side-scroller, you know? And it had really no, no, no. cool animation in it. Like, you it know, they was... had a comic book, too, called The, uh, The Nine Rings of the Wu-Tang Clan. See that's 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 incredible. So what I, what what my point of that is their fascination with the martial arts is is actually it's one of my favorite things about them. It they, was the first do, thing that drew me in. They do a wonderful job of diversifying the idea of the Wu Tang Clan into not just you know music right and then solo projects right, but also they've made movies, they've made comic books, video games. These guys are they're not. They're not just rappers, man. These guys are artists in a way that they are always looking for a new outlet to express themselves through. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Not just music. And they do it well. Right? Right? I mean, I'd love to see the Wu-Tang biopic movie. Right. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think the other thing I'd love to see is the Wu-Tang, like, okay, the way that RZA did his Kung Fu movies were very much in the styling of, like, a Quentin Tarantino. That's why I always thought Quentin had, had a hand in it, because it feels like a Tarantino film. You know what I mean? 
in it that the like very hyper stylized violence and obviously oh, yeah. retro feel like it's yes. not supposed to be a movie that takes place in 1620 it's a movie that takes place today that's supposed to look like it's 1620 you know well I mean? see and that was that was the part that I actually really liked about it is even though it was kind of a it felt like it was based in feudal Japan you didn't get that vibe from Rizzo you're just like whoa this is a super badass blacksmith dude no yeah right like in the same way that you don't get the feeling that that Ash is actually in the middle ages during evil uh, during army of darkness because he does not represent that time frame exactly so what I really love to do is I'd love to see the Wu-Tang Clan Kung Fu is taken completely serious like a legit 60s feeling Bruce Lee style like you know what I mean like I want to see them do a serious kung fu movie and make it feel like this like if if they did a kung fu movie that felt like if this movie had come out in 71 you would have been yeah this is the shit you know what I mean yeah something like that I don't know why I want it I want it bad so we've got about two minutes before we got to wrap it up. You got any closing thoughts on this first segment on our on our Wu Tang segment? Other than the fact that we will yeah, definitely we're definitely going to revisit. So of Mike's and Men, their newest album. Unfortunately, I tried to listen to it like three different times today, and and all three times it kind of just I'd get to the end and I'd be like, well, what did I fucking listen to? Like it, it, it was almost forgettable, and I feel bad saying this because I really do love Wu-Tang Clan and I, I but their new EP just didn't do it for me and that's unfortunate um my I'm sorry to hear that I actually haven't done of Mike's and Men yet but I'm going to and whenever we revisit I'll tell you if I if I side on that and the last album I want to bring up before we get out is I did one of the Wu-Tang versus the indie culture things where they did a like a tribute to dubstep kind of a thing and I gotta say, man, even if you're not really into that stuff, it's really good because they don't focus completely on the dubstep like you're just waiting on the drop. It's still fucking Wu-Tang, but it's got these really powerful, grindy types of beats that you've never heard behind the Wu-Tang. That's what makes it cool, is it's it's really fucking different with that same gritty, greasy mic style that you've always been used to. <laughs> It's it's really cool and honestly it was my most it was it was my favorite thing to listen to out of the collection because it was incredibly interesting and and a fresh take on a classic. You know what I'm saying? I do. Well, I I, I know you like you some dubs. I do. I do. I know you like you some dubstep. I do. <laughs> what? I do. Dubstep guy does this thing that drives me up the fucking wall. They all do it. Every single one of them. Where they go, wait for the drop, bro. Wait for the drop. Yeah. Because that's how you advance your listening. Black million dollar man march rap physically strapped, electrifying gats flying at rap herbals with verbals, kingpins swerve out, styles 360 degrees don't blur out, pass the word out, we don't bring dirt out, yo swerving out, mass murder out, blow get up and work now, y'all niggas feel jerk now, take your money back, fuck yours.
Hey man, sorry. It took me it took me a minute to come back because Steve left the goddamn door open and he's watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is like the only cool thing about Steve. But like and I was like, "Oh no, we're recording. We're live." And I had to shut the door and it was a whole thing. You say that, but you do get that the only reason Steve likes that show is cuz he doesn't get it and he thinks Charlie's cool because, you know, he kind of acts like Charlie. Yeah, because Charlie thinks he's a successful janitor and Steve thinks he's a successful producer, right? Something right. like that? Yeah, no, he sees himself <clears throat> in Charlie and he watches that show and wonders why everybody's mean to Charlie and doesn't actually get what's being done and what's happening. He doesn't get the, he's not on the inside of the joke. Well, you know what, dude? You you say tomato, I say tomato. The fact is, the dumb shit's watching the show, and, you know, I'll call it a win. Fair enough, but I asked him once if he liked Rick and Morty, and he, he told me that he thought Jerry was cool, but it, all the other... Oh, no! So, I mean, yeah. if you want to align yourself socially with such an obvious stooge okay well how about this how about this instead of talking about the failure and sad human that steve is let's talk about the failure and sad state that the rap community is in um so i feel like the the rap world right now is very much because all right Hip-hop is younger than rock, right? Okay, so when rock got to this stage, metal bands and everything was plastic and fake and prefabricated and, and everybody just got real bored with the fact that every band came out, looked the same, sounded the same, every fucking first single a band had was a party anthem, and the second single was a big power ballad yes sir yes sir i'm looking at like what 1979 to like 1992 Uh, yeah yes but and the biggest offender year in that entire fucking stretch is 87 87 was the worst year for music in my lifetime just to be the next to be with you I don't. I can't. Sorry. I I'm really, so- don't make me. I'm sorry. Sing this. Jesus. Goddamn Christ. I'm sorry. Every rose is Hey, fuck you. Poison is the shit. No. No, it's not. Fuck you. You no, savage not. idiot. No. Shot through the heart. Cause you're to blame, darling. You give love a bad name. Bad name. Wow, now. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Anyway, We're talking about hip hop. Right. Anyway, that's the sad state of affairs that rock was in, right? And it took the Nirvana moment, as I call it, with Nirvana coming out with with Smells Like Teen Spirit to punch everybody in the dick and wake them up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and you once you got that Nirvana moment, man, it was a floodgate of greatness so, that came out in the mid to early nineties. Are we wait I mean, are just, we waiting on that Nirvana moment? Yes. So hip hop is is because it's a little younger, has just gotten into its quote hair metal phase. Well, to be clear though, man, we need to fucking distinguish a fucking really clear line between hip hop and rap. 
yeah, there's two different, those are two different monsters, and Rare is the group that can ban- bounce between two. So right now we're talking hip-hop, right? Hip-hop and rap. Okay. Okay. They're both, they're both kind of in the same place. Because what you've got is a series of guys who would just all sound the same, they're all kind of doing the same thing, and the progression you were you were the one that brought this up to me. Credit where credit is due. Thank the you. The progression of that really kind of springs forward from the Cash Money Crew guys and the fucking Masterpiece, uh, uh, and the the Little Johns of the world. You know where you had what was the example we gave? Little John and Little Wayne can describe the two diverging paths of music yeah. in hip hop and so, rap. So basically, what. What my what my epiphany was, and I was sitting around smoking weed, listening to Wu Tang whenever this hit me. Um, which what a great way to li- to spend a day, right? Like, right. Anyway, so I'm sitting around just kind of listening to this, to listening to these, these fucking poets put it down, and it's so impressive. And I I don't mind I don't mind doubling back to Wu Tang because man it really set a pace for my week and anyway while i was doing this i had this realization i was like if you want to trace the sad state that i'm gonna strictly say rap right now like mostly fucking radio rap okay okay if you want to trace the sad state that radio rap is in and it's in its saddest state ever make no mistake hair Um, metal it's hair metal. It's it's because of performers like Little John who opened the gateway for people to realize that as long as you can kind of dance to it, as long as you put a little grindy bass on it and it's got a solid beat, you can just goddamn repeat yourself for six and a half fucking minutes. Little and, John is the guy that always feels like he's getting ready to rap without actually rapping. He's like, okay, okay, here we go. Turn the bass up. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, song's over. And you're you're right. And now, when that came out, it was like the the fucking pinnacle of hip hop slash rap club music, right? Yeah, it, they're 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 club bangers, sure. And they should have stayed you, there. You're in the club. You're not listening to the lyrics. You're you're, you're just fucking dancing. dancing. And so I don't mind having a hype man on the track for three and a half minutes telling me to get ready because I'm ready. Like, let's do it. I'm down. Like, it's fine. But what happened was that music got way too popular and it spread outside of the club community, outside of just the black community, to where every goddamn motherfucker that had a stereo was bumping something from Little John, right? And that shit evolved into what we have today, which are these mumble rappers that sit there and it's like, you get a nice beat. And I will say the beats these days are sick, dude. They're thick, heavy and a beat right but they sit there and they're like i'm making money i'm making money like what part of that is fucking rap like first of all you said one thing and you pause and even if you don't repeat yourself even if you move on and say a new stanza bro i had time to roll a joint before you spoke again like what the fuck (laughs) is that and so to me that's what i'm tracing i can tell you what it is it is a combination of, of of what you're talking about and um Promethazine. <laughs> every every current rapper that's making radio hits just gets fucking floored before they get on the mic, dude. So they forget that they're on the mic. That's why you have these long ass pauses. No, they fell it does. asleep. They forgot. And they were like, oh, oh shit, I'm rapping. 
a lot of these songs sound like, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly just kind of expanding on what you just said. But you could honestly, a lot of, of, and I need to specify. I'm talking radio hits right now. Like if you turned on your local rap station, what you would more than likely hear, and it's like somebody's asleep and they're mumbling, and then you put a dope ass fucking beat on top of it, and there you go, no problem, done, done. Well, I, I, it feels like. The way that in the rock community, in the metal community, hair metal, the hair metal era just got, it was so stale and nothing anybody was doing was of any kind of substance, but, substance and, and, and it didn't matter. Do you know just, why though? Do you know why it gets pumped out the way that it does? And you know, you just probably haven't put it to words yet. It gets pumped out like this because it is a lowest common denominator bullshit, right? Right. And, and B... Well, three things, three things. B, you don't have to think to listen to it. You just listen to it, right? right. And then C, they don't they don't want you to think. Are you kidding me? They don't no. want they don't want Tech Nine on their fucking Why radio. Do you think Rage Against the Machine can't get a record contract. They don't want you to think. And I don't. I'm not being conspiracy theory, Nooch, but I am. The powers that be want to keep you as dumb as they possibly fucking can. And what better way to keep you dumbed the fuck down than to have some dude mumble some meaningless lyrics for three and a half minutes? On top, wait, how in the fuck, how in the fuck is Takeshi69 got a multi-million dollar record contract, dude, and Tech 9 can't catch a sniff? But you know, you know what, what, you know what, now Tech Nine's not a good example anymore because that motherfucker's made Forbes a few times because he built his no, career. Yes. As an independent rapper. Absolutely. How in the fuck is that guy not on a major label? Exactly. How in the fuck wasn't that guy snatched up immediately and put on a major label? Because, because to, dude, because to a major label, a rapper like Tech Nine that has some shit to say is a liability. That's an issue. That's a liability. That's an issue. It's a liability. Exactly. But but you could get some mumble rap and leaned out fool going and then all you're really doing is you're paying the producer. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's you're, the producer. It's the producer. He's the one that's making that shit sound even halfway edible. It, you're absolutely right. But the, and the thing is, is like you can't be. I mean, you can be mad at it, but don't question it because the answer is clear as fuck. Two plus two equals four. They don't want deep passionate powerful strong it's, lyrics because they don't want deep passionate powerful strong people it's the same reason why television studios would much rather produce reality tv than you know uh, uh, something like american horror story you know what i mean because one it's super easy and cheap to make fucking reality tv yeah you know what i mean oh yeah it's super cheap. You do not have to pay production costs out the ass like you do with, say, a show like Westworld. You right. know what I mean? Or Game of Thrones. Some shit like and that where it costs $4 million to make an episode. $4 million an episode. That's some fucking shit. That's some jack. And That's some cheddar right there. Cream. It, it plays much like uh, much like this, this shit we're talking about. It plays to the lowest common denominator. You can have it on in the background. You don't have to think about it. You know what I mean? It doesn't challenge you in any fucking way. And it, see, that's what, dude. Let's, you know what? Make. We could we could sit here for another thirty-five fucking minutes and pound and pound on the fact <laughs> that 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 the state of radio music is sad right now. But you know what, bro? There's a lot of. Let's fucking get in the good. There's Let's a get lot of saviors the out there. Yeah, there's a lot of powerful, Look, 
banging ass I, motherfuckers out there. I could go on for hours about how Tech Nine smashes everybody, and I'm not gonna do that. Right? Yeah, no, really because not. Tech Nine smashes everybody. Because Tech Nine smashes everybody. Right. And everybody, look, you you listen to this show, you know how I feel about that motherfucker. If you okay? don't, then there you go. <laughs> but radio music, I was telling you, I was, I, I started to tell you this earlier. You can look at a guy like Eminem, right, and and see what we're talking about in his career. A guy like Eminem has to come out with, Hi, my name is Slim Shady. And all this goofy, ridiculous, I never meant to give you mushrooms, girl. I never meant to bring you to my world. To get radio play, he has to be goofy and obnoxious. Now, right? You know, it's wait, let me, I agree. I want you to finish your point. So keep that thought, stay where you're at. Um, the thing is, is, yeah, it's sad. Eminem had to come out acting like a moron. And what's sad is when you go back and if you listen to these albums, they're incredible they're albums. Amazing. They're, but uh, you listen. Songs like, I still don't give a fuck and I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, and, they're amazing albums. And he's putting his talent on display. And there's but, a lot of. You listen to any anything they put on the radio by him is his most basic, lowest common denominator. I'm making silly voices, but like, with a real slim shady, please stand up. My name is. My name is. Like, yeah, you're right. But if you dig you into the album like that, girl, if you dig into the albums, it's it's good shit, dude. He's talented. And he's putting yeah, yeah, yeah. his, he's putting no, his talent on display. I'm talking about the radio. Okay. The okay. radio shit that Eminem got played when he first came out. All the shit that they were playing on the radio from Eminem was the dumbest, low, lowest common denominator, goofy garbage that was on his album. Garbage. And there's so much depth to, to what that man is talking about, right? And then you get to a point where he's actually he's coming out with like a very self-reflective, very introspective, a, a, a very serious album where he is... He's delving into some of the pain that he's really having to deal with. The you know uh, I mean? the Eminem show, which by the way is the one I think you're talking about, it's his third album, and he still did silly shit on it to get on the radio. But that album, that's the first time he dropped how he felt about this country. When it, that the the song, I think it's like the second track on that album. It's called White America. See, I wasn't even gonna. I, I was actually going even older than that. The the because when he went through that whole. Uh, 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 relapse. That's after phase. the Eminem show. That's after the Eminem show. Yeah, the the relapse recovery. Yeah, refill. Yeah, get a pop shit, singer on right? all your tracks. Get auto tune. Yeah, no. What I'm talking about is is revival. That is a very introspective, very personal, very painful album. You know what I mean? If you listen to the lyrics, what he's talking about in that album, it's just littered but, with but self-reflective the, pain. The, the point is, look what he had to go through to get there, though. Yeah, but he had to fucking do all this all this goofy shit to get to a point where he could do this self-reflective paint. And when he puts out an album like that, it is universally rejected. Yeah. And I don't get why a guy talking about his own pain and his own dealings with Wait, be, uh, uh, yeah. addiction and his struggles with his friend's death no, the, gets such a big middle the finger. The reason is clear. you know why? Because there's no goofy, dumb shit right. on it. Because you can't bump that in the club, and you can't laugh about it when you sing it to your fucking stupid friends. You can't. It's 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 actual real thoughts from a real person. And by God, that's not what I bought this album for. I bought this album for my name is Eminem's right? Lady Shady Show. Like, come the fuck on with that bullshit. And, and let me be clear, though. Let me be clear. 
it's not my favorite Eminem album. I just done I, respect where respect is due. That motherfucker put his heart and soul into that motherfucker. Right. That is a lot and, of pain but on that. You album. see, there's a lot of artists out there right now that to bend or budge when it comes to that. And that's why you don't hear them on the radio. The first one that comes to mind for me is Hobson, right? Right. I, I love Hobson. This man is a lyricist. He is a fucking wordsmith on so many levels. And if you can pick any given track on any fucking Hobson album, post, hey, wait, after the death of Funk Volume, okay? Because Funk Volume was a sellout bullshit thing that he didn't even want any part of. So if you're if you're like, oh, Hobson Funk Volume, cut the shit because that's why he walked from the label. You know, I, I, I look at a guy, uh, 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 okay, Run the Jewels, right? Love, dude, you turn me on to them, love Run the Jewels. You know why? You don't hear them on the radio, yet they have the, the kind of fucking beats that you would think would be conducive to club bangers. Well, they're talking you know about I mean? real shit, you can't do that. But they talk about real shit, so you can't put that on the radio. Nope. These motherfuckers have four albums filled with monster bangers. Just songs like uh, Blockbuster Night and Jeopardy and fucking the the they they're, they have a song called Run the Jewels and Legend has it. I mean they've got bangers up and down. They uh, they got a song called uh, 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 Twin Hype Back, fucking monster. They do they do a couple of songs with uh, Zach De La Roca from uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine. And yes, I pronounce his name correctly. You can go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. It's not De La Rocha. Fucking. Plebs. Oh, I'm wait. Sorry. Listen, listen. People, you want to look at me because I pronounce uh, 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 Barcelona correctly, or I say Iraq and not Iraq. That's <laughs> fine. I don't give a fuck. I R I C K. I R I C. I dash R I C K. It's Chile, not Chile. Chile. Fucking heathen bastards. Chile. Learn the language you speak, cocksmokers. You know, normally I, I would be like, I don't want to learn the language. I like riding in my helicopter and pulling meat at the refrigerator. Normally I would tell you to stop, but I can't. I'm on it. I'm on board on this one. <laughs> All I'm saying is they just, look, Run the Jewels just dropped their fourth album. And uh, I saw that shit and I had to fucking get it. You know what I mean? They, they are, they are monsters and their fucking beats are ridiculous. They are everything you would want, except for they talk about real shit, so can't have that. Now, there's before I, wait, we move too far on into these other artists. There's a thing I wanted to point out about Hobson. Um, every now and then he'll release a single track called Ill Mind, and the Ill Mind has several numbers. There's uh, there's several of them. I think he's up to like Ill Mind nine. Um, but these are songs that aren't even it's almost not even song it's like a stream of consciousness a lot of them don't even have like a chorus or a hook or he just kind of keeps going and one of them and and i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead i'm sorry if i'm alienating anybody but i am an outspoken atheist i'm not going into that topic but i do need to let that stance be known um he has a song called ill mind i think it's ill mind six are you an atheist or are you an agnostic because the way I, you described it to me, it sounds more agnostic than atheist. Yeah, okay. You're not anti-God. You're just, I, you, you don't know. 
That's I more don't, atheist. I, that's more agnostic than atheist. I, I get it that, but on this on the on on the scale of what I would consider organized religion and uh, what I would also consider the church, yeah, I'm a bit more of an atheist. Um, I don't being know. Agnostic has nothing to do with being anti-church. Yeah, I, I, I anyway, I am not a, a firm believer of anything Christianity at all, um, or any, I don't adopt any other form of faith. Yeah, with that being said, um, I'm a I'm am, I'm a 14-year recovering Catholic. See, that's a good. Way I to am. I have 14 years sober from Catholicism. It is a a, a daily struggle. The biggest problem but, I had was when people sneeze, I want to automatically revert to Catholicism. I had to retrain my language. You just take out the God. You can still say bless no, 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 no. I don't even say bless you. It, it took it took a minute to, to like reprogram myself from saying bless you when people sneeze. Um, there's a there's a, a Nordic word. It's it's Ginnenagap, and it refers to the gap between the space between the nine realms of, of Nordic lore. So when people sneeze now, I say Ginnenagap. Okay, fair enough. But the point I was going to make before we started talking about Thor, God damn it. <laughs> um, Technic- well, Nordic lore, which you just, know, just Thor, stop. Sure, but- just. Yes. There's a reason my dog's name is Odin. All so, praise be to the Father, the Lord of Lords, the, the All Father. Near. Um. Okay. So, uh, Hobson does this song where he's not. What I love about it is, no matter how I feel about religion or God or any of that, I'm always down to have a conversation with somebody that's on the other side of the fence. And I and I'm not looking to berate or to prove you wrong or anything like that. I I just like to see where other people are coming from and to maybe gain some perspective and blah blah blah. Hobson has this song where he explains that he that he was once a devout Christian and now he's thinking about all these things. And it's not that he's denouncing Christianity or any of that. He's saying how he feels and what he thinks and it's just his take and and by god it's incredibly respectable for fuck's sake it's super respectable and and i don't know i just i think that uh, definitely on our advanced listening season one playlist on spotify you might find a few of these hops and ill mind tracks on there after this episode if you would like to uh Email me at advanced list or advanced listening pod at yahoo.com um, to join my Nordic prayer group. We will be doing a goat sacrifice to the Lord of Lords, uh, All Father Odin, uh, so that he may gift us with knowledge soon. Hail the solstice! <laughs> I don't sacrifice goats, although I am very, very much like I got fascinated with the Nordic religions and I got sucked into them. It's fun and, uh, stuff, dude. Mythology of any sort, if you don't take it as law, is really fun to look into. There is a there is a sacrifice called the Sacrifice of Nine that is made to Odin and eight other gods. Typically, those those gods kind of change depending on the person and their needs and, and, and what have you. Um, and the Sacrifice of Nine is nine goats, nine sheep, nine hounds... Nine cattle, nine pigs, nine geese, nine slaves, nine free men, and Ooh. then that's a bunch there, of bodies. There, there's, and then one of each of those eight things as a child. Nordic gods are hungry, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they they. I mean, 
and it's nine of each. Son there of are a nine bitch. things, and each thing gets nine of them, including nine free men willingly giving themselves to this sacrifice. It's it's done once every nine years, oddly enough. Ha uh-huh. ha. At a place called Uppsala. Hey, you know what nine upside down is, don't you? It's six. It's 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 a uh, it's done at a place called Uppsala, in northern northern Scandinavia. Mm. So back on topic, there are a <laughs> yeah, lot. No, there, yeah, wow, I just went right into the weeds. Yeah, it's all good. Um, there are a lot of rappers out there, uh, a lot of hip hop artists, a lot of lyricists that just don't get the play because they have words to fucking say, dude. Uh, the next one I want to bring up is a, an artist called Futuristic. I don't know oh, yeah. if you if you're familiar, but like not only can he chop it up, dude, he's a chopper for sure. Um, oh, I know futuristic. He's got shit to say. Why is he not on the radio? Why? You know, there's a there's a guy. It's 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 weird. It's probably more hip hop than rap. It actually it is more hip hop than rap. It's techno anarchy hip hop. It's a guy named uh, Del the Funky Homo Sapien, and dude, him and I've his heard, yo DJ. for sure for sure. The Automator and Dell the Funky Homo Sapien, Deltron Thirty Thirty, you know, here for the new millennium, dude. This oh, shit is amazing, I, and I mean, you want to talk about really creative, high-minded. I don't know how else. To, it's it's just uber intelligent hip hop. You know what I mean? And he's talking about, the, and it's techno anarchy hip hop. He's like, like let's let's make a virus to destroy everything and and revert the world back to papyrus. And it it you know the thirty thirty in Deltron thirty thirty refers to the year which Deltron thirty thirty is from. Okay, that's 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 pretty strong. That's it's crazy though. But it's it's but cool. You said it's futuristic. Creative. You said futuristic. And that's that made me think of Deltron because they're from the future. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, another one that I want to point out, and here, here's another. There's no excuse. Do you remember Mystical? I do know that name. It's from the '90s, and he was this rapper that was with a group called No Limit Soldiers, and um, Mystical Isn't that had Masterpiece this... shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a part of Masterpiece Click. Yes. Um, it, but Mystical had this thing about him where he was like screaming almost, like "Here I come, Dago! Oh, don't jump, bitch, move!" You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> right? Oh yeah, I love guys like that. I um, love fucking rappers that have a metal voice. Yeah, and he he loved to scream, and and Mystical was all over the fucking radio in the early 2000s, right? Because No Limit was a big thing. Okay. Right. You've got this rapper out now. His name is Dax. D A X. Okay. Dax is so fucking fantastic, dude. He's got like his normal voice where he raps in, and he can even sing a little bit. Like he he's a very talented dude. But then he drops into this like guttural fucking scream that sounds almost exactly like mystical from the '90s, and he raps mm. like that. And I'm just like, dude, it's got the beat that the radio wants. It's got the mix between complicated and simplistic lyrics that the radio would appreciate. And the dude's voice is so well-rounded. Why? Tell me why. Why is he not on the radio? Because uh, he's clear and legible and enunciates his words and people can understand what he's saying. 
and he still has a train of thought. That's really what it boils down to. Is here, Orion, I have a question for you. Yes. Are the gods of radio dead? And wait, before you answer that, did they ever exist? And if they did, are they fucking dark, stupid, hateful fucks? I believe that the gods of radio did exist when radio was allowed to be run by the DJs. Okay. The the when death DJs of the era of were DJs. The, when they were when they were curating their own playlists essentially and and you know, cuz you could listen to the radio and be exposed to new music and different shit and interesting weird stuff. You know what I mean? It was radio guys. It was it was it was fucking DJs that got Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody on the radio because nobody was going to want to play that song when everything around was these two minute, three minute tight songs. You know what I mean? Right. Here's this super hyper weird fucking piano solo operatic rock opera song. And it's fucking forever long if you're if you're so so the God context of the day, the, the gods of radio were the DJs. Yeah. And you know what killed the gods of the radio? Corporate directors. Corporate investment, dude. Because everything is iHeart now. Well, you know. Well, yes. All right. So fucking corporate invasion and then the buying up of of, of city radio stations, independent radio stations that lived in this city or that city. Like K-Rock in L.A. was a big independent rock station. And then when it got corporately owned, they ceased to be what they were and became what they are. You know yeah, what I mean? Because everything's so, top 40 now. Everything, everything. When the corporations moved in, the corporations always do one thing. They put somebody in charge to make sure that, that, that we're not going to have anything that's going to be upsetting uh, uh, for the bottom line or, or piss people off. We want to play down to the common denominator of zero so that nothing challenges you, nothing makes you think, nothing is upsetting. We want to make sure everybody's in a nice shape space. So you get fucking program directors. Program directors aren't going to let you play this new song by some weird fucking band that has nine guys in a mask that is talking about, you know, spitting on people. What is this? This is weird, man. But it's like you said, I think you really said it best whenever you first started that little piece. You were like, back then you were it the it's almost like you listen to the radio to be exposed to new things and now you avoid the radio uh to to stop collecting the same old bullshit you know what i yeah. mean like it's it's you know it's how I done find it's most played music nowadays? this is my favorite way to find new music right so I by listening iTunes. by listening to advanced listening well i don't listen to advanced listening oh I'm on the motherfucker. Actually, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I forgot. Do. Hey, Orion, how's it going? I do actually listen to. I, I, I do. do. <laughs> I do. What I like to do is I go into iTunes, right? I'll find an artist that I like that's kind of weird, right? And then I'll and then because underneath it'll say people who bought this album also bought this, and I'll scroll all the way to the lowest end, right? Because it, the the first few are going to be the uh, obvious connection shit, right? The shit that I already know about. Right. Scroll all the way to the low end of that fucking list and then click on it and then click on the next thing. And then and then I'll go down these rabbit holes and come out of those rabbit holes with a guy from Sacramento who is, you know, right up the road from where I grew up and lived forever. Right. Who is 
the craziest, weirdest new fucking artist I found in a hot minute. Guy got by the name of Kung Fu Vampire, who I've talked about on the show before. Weird. Weird as fuck. Great fucking lyrics. Great fucking beats. Out of this world, crazy good fucking lyrics, right? Here's a guy that is talking about some crazy weird shit all the fucking time. He talks about vampire shit, kung fu shit, drug shit, bitches, clothes. He, but he also has really good beats behind it, right? This guy is the weirdest thing ever. I fucking love him. Yeah, and you definitely I would have never found him if I only listened to the radio. Yeah, no, no, absolutely no. Let me tell you something. I, if nothing else, throughout the, the the course of listening to our podcast, if this is your first episode, if this is your uh, what is it, eighteenth, nineteenth episode, um, <laughs> please understand that we want better for you. We want you to forget the name of your local radio station. Stop. We, he wants better for you. I think you fucking heathens are too far gone to matter. I don't do this for you. I do this because I like talking to newts about music. You heathens are just getting the benefit of my vast and ever impressive base of knowledge. I like <laughs> how I like how you were you wait 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 for the monsters that think Dude, that they're listeners. If that's not a summary for Look, us, you were our vast and, and, and or whatever extensive basic knowledge you slipped the word basic <laughs> no i said base of knowledge oh i thought you said basic knowledge i was like yeah okay that's us it's vast and extensive and no 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 my vast <laughs> extensive base of knowledge okay okay listen okay. there's a reason why slipknot calls their fans maggots and well they are Necessarily disagree. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, but seriously, goddammit. What I'm saying what is, says, no. is our listeners Ignore. are slimy, shit-eating pupa that have been no. vomited from the bowels of a stinky horsefly. Look, the fact that you're listening to you this necrosis podcast. necrosis consuming cowardly fakes. means that you're all fakes. All of it you. It means that Thanks. you're on your way to recovery. I'm proud of all of you. Don't listen to this man. He's a crazy man. I am not lazy. I just not lazy. Not I didn't do say late. Our internet connection must suck. I didn't call you lazy. Well, I didn't say basic knowledge. Fair enough. Now Steve's looking at him like looking at me like, wait a minute. You're supposed to have more than just basic knowledge. No, Steve, you're supposed to have any knowledge, you fuck. Don't run, Steve. Don't run, because you're going to have... I'm going to have to Go chase get him. God hey. damn it. If you run, Go I him. will chase you. Get him. Go get him. <laughs> I'm not going to... Okay. He's not running. He's staring at the exit like... Should I, like, like, should I go? Should I do like, it? He looks. He seriously has that really super hyper confused look that a dog has when it knows it's in trouble, but it kind of wants to run. But it knows if it runs, it gets it worse. You know what I mean? Should I run? Should I just should I just take it? I don't know. Listen, so, the whole point of this conversation before before I got so so thoroughly distracted by the finks that are uh, hey, quit, stop it. I will stop it when you can tell me the definition of the word that I'm using. Uh, exactly. The Finks that are our audience. 
need to understand the entire point of this conversation was that me and Nooch we're talking about this state of hip hop and that there's there's a lot of really bad there's a lot of really ugly there's a lot but there is some good right there's a lot and of good in that they're in that hair metal phase right now and even in the hair metal phase you still got Guns N' Roses and early Metallica you know what I mean there was still Slayer killing it you know what I mean and, and the thing is is they're not gonna hand you this music no one is gonna hand you this music other than us sorry but we will you have to go and find it you do but but I have hope and my hope is that hip hop, much like rock and metal went through, will have their nirvana moment. You know yeah. what I mean? Somebody yeah. somewhere is going to come out and is going to be doing something that the, the kid who right now is listening to, you know, Del and Deltron 3030 and, and Run the Jewels and Hobson and is listening to Tech Nine and Steve Stone and, and is listening to Kung Fu Vampire and, and that kid when he starts fucking rapping, is going to blow the fucking minds out of everybody. And well, see, but I think that... The Nirvana moment that hip-hop needs. And then you're going to get a fucking... Just like when, rock, when, when Nirvana came out, you're going to get an entire fucking avalanche of really good fucking rap, man. Well, I feel that... I feel that Lil Wayne... It's weird. I, I think that Lil Wayne got all of the attention but not the attention for the right reasons right, right. because uh, don't get me wrong I, I don't really have anything negative to say about Lil Wayne he's from Lil Wayne uh, is kind of a bridge between what Lil John and, and the cat but it was like, guys dude, were doing and what so, wait, the, the other day the other day me and you were having a conversation about ICP and I'm not going to get into that I just want to get into a point that was made in the conversation the reason why I hate one of their most popular albums is because it was embraced by the very people that it was making fun of. And and it wasn't because they were uh, uh, turning the other cheek. It's because they're too fucking dumb to realize that they were being made fun of. And Yeah, yeah. And but that's with the best, little, though, isn't it? When you're looking at Wayne, somebody and they're smiling at you and they don't even yeah. realize you're insulting yeah, but, them to their face because they don't understand how truly horrific an insult like think truly is. I feel, I feel like I feel like you're, you're are you why are you making eye contact with me so heavily right now? What are you doing? I'm not. I'm not. What are you doing? <laughs> what? What are you doing? Okay, continue. Okay, anyway, I feel that Lil Wayne was <laughs> embraced by the wrong audience. You know what I mean? He was so widely accepted throughout the pop and rap community that like his actual the real volume of the creativity and the freshness of the game that he brought was totally undermined by the pop phenomenon that he was. I agree. It is almost like you're turned off by the fans so you don't want to right. hear the music. Right. You know what and, I mean? And I think that, that he was a Nirvana moment that was trying to happen oh, what, 10 years ago, 12 years? It's been a minute. Yeah, I, I think look, I think that, that a couple... A couple attempts have been made. A couple of attempts have been made, but nothing is really stuck yet. I honestly believe that it's the 12, 13-year-old girls and boys right now listening to the shit that we're talking about that, that we think is like spectacular and weird and different. And, you know, they're fighting with all their friends because their friends are listening to mumble rap and they're listening to good shit. I think those are the kids that in five, six years when they start making albums, are gonna fucking create that Nirvana moment in hip hop 
and it evolved the entire genre in a huge way. Yeah, and on the other side of that coin, if if you're one of those people that all you really listen to is your fucking local stations, you're fucked. Like, it, at the very least, dip into some satellite radio. Ugh. It, I'm I, just saying, it's better than turning on your local fucking rap station. It is. It is. But if Because you're, at least in satellite radio, in... it's still in the hands of the DJs in, in satellite radio. It is. So it depends right. on the show, and it depends on the time and the guy, but it, 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 it depends. But start, you, just look outside of the box, is my point. I just, I feel like, if I was a 12-year-old kid right now, right? It, like, the, the last place I'd look for interesting music would be the radio. Which, when I was 12, was kind of where you went. Yeah, you know it's I mean? totally, it was totally where you went. If I were a 12-year-old kid right now, I wouldn't go to some record store and dig through old fucking vinyls and, and CDs and try and find weird bootlegs. Because when I was twelve, that's what I was doing. You know what Wait, I mean? Like I, I do gotta I gotta point I, something out though. Spotify, I think, is doing a lot to rectify that. And I hate to give all the props to Spotify, but what they'll do is once a week they'll make a little playlist kind of based off of your listening, but it's not just gonna repeat all the shit that you listen to. They're like, Well, you like this, this, and this, try this. And it's actually because of Spotify that I've learned about a lot of new artists that I otherwise would have never heard of. Yeah, well, see, that's that that feeds into right what, what my point was. My point was is if, if when I was twelve, it was going to CD, it was going to like warehouse and Sam Goodies and shit. It was finding the little weird record store in San Francisco to dig through old vinyl. You know what I mean? To find goddamn weird ass acts and and fucking off the wall shit and bootlegs and weird live recordings from Japan. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And and li- listening to. You know, like when I was younger, like you could even find good fucking weird new music on MTV, which is odd to say now. But I'm a little older than you, by the way. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. I still did my digging on fucking MTV. Now, given it was more mainstream and pop by the time I got a hold of it, but it still existed for a fucking reason. And by the way, uh, I'm, if you're if you're wanting to stick to what we're trying to do, we got about a minute and a half, and we need to get out. I got you. I got you. So let me let me just finish up this point. But if I was a kid today, the places that I would go to find new music would be like a Spotify that does something similar to that. Well, you listen to this, people who like this also kind of like that. Because that's what I do on iTunes. You know what I mean? It's essentially a, a, a very similar thing. I think it's I think it's it's just changed in the, in the way that you have to look for it. You can't have it's not going to come across like you could be listening to the radio back. 20 years ago and have something like Korn's Blind come across your fucking perspective for the first time. You know what I mean? That's not happening today. You kind of have to go find a song by a new band yeah. that is as weird and different as, as Korn's Blind was when that song first came out. Because everything that's being fed to you right now is watered down and fucking pretentious and fake and basic. And if, you, if you're if you not fully aware of that, please become aware of it. And just, just realize that, like, I'm not saying that it's not real music. All music has its place. Even Nickelback and Avenged Sevenfold. It all has its fucking place. It's a little Avenged Sevenfold jab on the way out the door. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't not do it. Um, I... Just, Look, if you if if you listen to the radio, you would think Nas is a good fucking rapper. Sure, I get that comparatively. I I'm, I can see why. Dig deeper. You know what I mean? You Always would think Nas is worth half a damn. Dude, if if this episode has a theme, it's to, it's to think for yourself and think out of the box.
gotta you gotta look deeper and find the artists that speak to you because in all honesty you're not gonna find it on the radio and if you are finding it on the radio you you, you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast you need to you it is getting harder and harder no it's not getting harder and harder it's getting to where you actually have to work to advance your listening so do the work and advance your listening You falling down an endless tunnel of doom reality. Graphically, my killer bee family stings the galaxy. Insanity, titanium stomach devouring Guinness. My flesh is solid stone despite my outer appearance. Still disease, kill viruses, planets, and racial creatures. Made him see sprout tumors so bad, lost facial features. <sighs> Welcome back, bud. How's it going, man? Oh, man. Can you hear the smile on my face? Don't look at me. Stop looking at me. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me just, hold on. I'm going to close my eyes. Do it again. Welcome back, buddy. Yeah, I can. Okay. <laughs> so, man, I don't even know where to start with this segment. Um, I am going to come out and say this, that this is going to be our most I guess controversial segment we've ever done. I don't consider it controversial because in my opinion, if you fall on the other side of this conversation, good riddance. Fair enough. Um, but what we're going to be talking about today is something a little bit, look, whenever you say the words advanced listening, you could turn that a lot of different ways. And this is, this is the reason why I wanted you to let me start this segment. Orion advanced listening is not just about music. It's not, not um it's not it's about it's about the world dude it's about life it's about advancing your life and doing things you know it, it, uh there's a quote from a book that i'm reading about uh uh the japanese uh uh it's it's oh. called it, the, the, the japanese during the lead up to world war ii and their uh a radical transition between feudal japan and and industrialized world power and yeah. uh, it, the quote is, the Japanese are just like everybody else, just more so. <laughs> you know what I mean? By the way, can I tell you that? Because the Japanese I embrace love- the advanced listening idea. Just you know, the else are just more so. And, and so, first of all, I love that you're reading about Japanese culture because I'm obsessed with Japanese culture. Not to the point to where it's all over my house. I have well, pretty, technically uh, basic- more Japanese history, but... Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But, like, you know, to, to be clear, I don't have, like, a bunch of fucking, like, uh, uh, kimonos and shit laying around or anything like that. Like, I have a pretty average 90s teenager's crib, right? Right. Uh, but, but anyway, to focus, what we're going to be talking about today, and I want to, okay. <sighs> Wait, I brought in a bottle of whiskey. Hold on. Oh, this no. is, yeah, no, we, is this, it that heavy? It's getting real, bro. Hold on. We got, he's got tumblers and he's got a bottle of whiskey and apparently it's gonna be you know uh, author's corner with Are you, uh, with Tosky and Hemingway this isn't the nooch pod this isn't how we talk on this show no no we've brought it down a level and since since we've transitioned to the nooch pod <laughs> oh, oh. that's all that, dude, dude, that's like a shout out to my podcast. All right, here's a shot to 
all of the fallen listeners that may drop off after this episode, good riddance. May your life improve as you attempt to open your mind, hopefully. Here we go. Oh, my God. Uh. All right, today, Orion, we are discussing the rebel flag. The traitor's flag, cool. The traitor's flag. I've actually heard that referenced before and didn't know the history, but you're going to help me out with that in a minute, aren't you, buddy? Yes, sir, I am. Okay, so the first thing that I want to point out is a lot of people right now uh, they, that, that claim to not be on the racist bus, uh, they, they claim that the rebel flag, the traitor flag, the quote... And I'm using that because I'm about to educate you fucks. The quote rebel flag, the confederate flag. This flag that people are all wrapped up in, bro. You're talking about the X with the, the, the X, stars the blue, or yeah, the red, red flag with a blue X and it's got stars on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commonly known as the rebel flag. And you will see this on a lot of good old boys' trucks. And you know what? I'll be honest with you, dude. 20 years ago, whenever I was uneducated on this shit, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I'm from Arkansas. We need to be clear about that. I was born and fucking raised in central Arkansas. All right? So, yeah, you were... Whereas, conversely, I was born and raised in California. I never saw it and had no clue it was such a big deal out there. Because out there... It's every No, no. Even up until recently, you have to understand, and this was not, even from my naive, here's the part that I'm willing to own, and I think all of you should own if you fall into this category, my uneducated point of view, right? Right. Was that of Southern history, because they had that motherfucking flag flying at the state capitol with the U.S. flag and the Arkansas flag. Awesome. Right? Yeah. So, okay, I get it. That's a part of, that's part of Southern culture right there, boy. Now, mm-hmm. since then, I've become a free-thinking adult, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I taking too many shots? No, you are. Okay. You're you're fine. I'm biting my lip because I want to take so many more shots. But I want you to go. Go ahead. Don't. Okay, just go. You, hey, feel free. Let to me jump let me in, let me bro. sarcastically scoff in the background. Yeah, scoff all you want, but feel free to jump in because the whole point of this is for me and you to be here being real and having this conversation. Okay? Right, I, I get that, but what you're doing right now is laying out some actual historical fact, oddly enough, then I, I think that's important to not have me in the peanut gallery going, mm-hmm, okay. Pride, whatever. okay, so fair enough. So check this out. The confederacy, the confederacy, not the confederacy. The, con- the confederacy <laughs> makes it sound like they made delicious chocolates. <laughs> confederacy dark chocolates with swizzlers and nuts. I just don't think I can eat it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Chock full of racism. <laughs> <laughs> and nougat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about the new. Dude, Don't I forget love about the new. Hey, dude, hey, I love nougat. Is important to a good confederate. I love me a three musketeers, and that's not some bullshit. I like a Milky Way uh, Midnight. That shit's delicious. Fuck yeah, dude. Dark chocolate. Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway, so the Confederacy existed from 1861 to 1865. Okay. Okay. A- officially, as as an army, as a whatever you want to call them. I'm going to save that for your rant. Um, During which there was a flag flown that represented the Confederate States of America. Okay. Now the Confederate States of America 
their yeah. flag did it yes in any way resemble look like or is the exact same flag to the quote rebel flag that we began speaking about not in any way shape form or fashion other than the fact that there is red white and blue in it because they still wish that they were american what? i'm totally flabbergasted that people would be so drastically and dramatically wrong about something as obvious as the fucking flag the confederacy flew wow the fucking point that I'm making that's taken me almost 10 goddamn minutes to make is the flag <laughs> that all of these motherfuckers are fighting for and getting upset about is not even the flag that they're claiming they represent, okay? I'm not endorsing the 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 flag of the Confederate States of America, not in any way, shape, form, or fashion would I ever endorse that shit. But the flag that all these motherfuckers are bent out of shape about, that's not even the right fucking flag. That flag... The, the quote rebel flag the con- didn't even exist until after the fucking civil war was over and the south had declared defeat and they abolished slavery okay so after so let me ask you a question the the, the actual confederacy flag the confederate yes. flag uh, uh if is is a circle of stars with three very wide bars correct yes correct all right just making sure and those bars are going uh horizontally and they're stacked on top of each other almost identically to the american flag minus the amount of bars correct also without the the right number of stars because they only included the stars in the states that were included in the confederate right right but yes it looks it looks like an american flag almost right almost not until Years and years later, did this quote Confederate flag exist? It was not until, let's say, around 1865, somewhere in that neighborhood, that that flag started to be flown. And the only reason it was flown was to declare that you did not agree with the abolishment of slavery. You did not agree with equal rights. You did not agree with any of this. You, my friend, still represent hatred you still represent that you as a white man and a possible business owner even if you're not a business owner you as a white man is better Mm. that's what the flag represents you cannot argue this historical fact if you want to support a flag to represent your stupid ridiculous traitor ass fucked up southern heritage you picked the wrong one and in the last can point i just I say make before, go ahead yeah no go ahead the last point i want to make before i hand it over to you because i'm about to hand it over to you is if any of you are out there <laughs> claiming that this flag represents represents my heritage a you're ignorant And I don't mean that as an insult. I mean you need to educate yourself. And once you educate yourself, you can either choose to jump on board with America or you can use your ignorance as a hate blanket and live in your own little fucking cave, but you're being weeded out. This shit is ending. So I had had a couple of questions, but you basically answered them. My first question was, do you think that people do this with the knowledge that that the quote rebel flag represents uh, 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 the not agreeing with the abolishment of slavery or that they're just ignorant and don't realize that there was two different confederacy flags and happen to be also racist so kind of coincidentally fall into that category 
it's it's both and actually there was definitely more than two confederate flags there was the one original that represented the confederate army then they slightly altered it to have what is known as the rebel flag on a rectangle of white okay. on a rectangle of pure clean white right um no, I, i'm tracking right <laughs> it, you you can be a little subtler i'm fine oh, with sorry. it sorry I, I, I got it you see where i'm going with that or, yeah you were going at the, that with a mac truck i was tracking it okay my bad and then the last it's, one before it's really easy to see flag. a fucking chinook helicopter when it lands in your backyard okay my bad i get that you're tracking and then the last one before the quote rebel flag existed was your rebel flag on a rectangle of white with a shade of red which is also known as the bloodstained banner which represented the fallen rednecks that fought for slavery i'm done the because again i grew up in california it's not if it is a deal out there i never noticed it and it's nowhere near as it as big of an issue as it would be like you know obviously in the deep south right yes sir i also i actually imagine it's probably more of an issue on the border states of the south you know what I mean? As well, see, to, no, like, the problem is it's becoming an issue in the South because humans are becoming more progressive, but they're being met with that old, been there, been in the South, ain't never gonna change. But cities are becoming more progressive. Fair enough. So, so here's it's my becoming thing. an issue even in the area. I'm done. I'm sorry. Go ahead, dude. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Here's my take. And it's not my take. It's not. I had a sergeant in the Army who saw me wearing I was wearing a fucking Leonard Skinner shirt that happened to have that particular flag on it right and I don't hate Leonard Skinner a bunch of fucking racist yeah but I ain't hating you know good I, music I like Leonard Skinner too um <laughs> <laughs> so he asked me if I knew what the fuck I was doing like in that tone right do you know what and the I fuck you're doing I can imagine doing? your face I can see your face your eyebrows raising up and your eyes getting kind of deer in headlights like huh no, it was it was it was I it was legitimate confusion cuz I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought I was outside of some like reg and I was about to get fucking busted. You know what I mean? Like am I supposed to be doing something that I'm not and I'm obviously not doing the thing that I should be doing. So am I going to get busted? I thought it was real shit about the army and my job in the army, right? <laughs> like sergeant. oh fuck, I'm getting I'm court martialed over this shit. Right. What did I fucking do? Did was I drunk on duty again? <laughs> Um, <laughs> he he goes. He asked me if I knew what I was doing in, in, in such an aggressive way. I was like, apparently not. Wait, and have doing? you have and you then, clarified that that this guy's a good old boy? No, he is. He is very much from the very middle parts of Alabama. Good old boy. He proceeds to tell me about the rebel flag. Right? Educate me, Orion. Break it down, bro. This was his take. If you are a, a citizen of a nation that you claim to love, and then immediately denounce that nation, go against that nation to come and form a new nation to then fight that nation and kill that nation's children, you are a traitor. To a your fucking nation. traitor. A you fucking are a traitor. Tr- traitor. That is the goddamn definition of a traitor. Somebody who denounces their nation to then fight against their nation. 
Traitor. What else would that be? Wait, what else would you call that? Oh, maybe a rebel? No, it's a traitor. That is the You're goddamn Webster's right. Dictionary definition of traitor, right? See, but wait, but wait. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So he he lays this out for me. That is a that is a traitor. You are you are fighting against America. You are killing Americans. I gotta jump in. I'm so sorry. What would a traitor call themselves if they weren't gonna admit that they were a traitor? They would call themselves a rebel, but like, like there's a rebellion against the fucking empire, like Star Wars or something. You Are would you have to find fighter? a way to justify it. Maybe a freedom fighter. No, an anti. You're an anti-freedom fighter. <laughs> I, I, I know, but I was playing the ironicy of the of the Confederacy oh, yeah. claiming their freedom fighters. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. If you're fighting Americans and killing Americans as a former American, how else would you classify yourself other than a traitor? So a the thing the thing that drove him the most insane was one, the ignorance about how fucking hateful and, and racist that flag was, right? Which you very clearly laid it out. Uh, two, the idea that you're anything other than a fucking traitor, right? And and as of today, right now, anybody, whoever goes. The South will rise again. Do you not realize that the rising again thing is against America? And typically that the South will rise again was either preceded or or followed by a rant about how much you love America. So, do you see the very obvious hypocrisy in being so in love with America, but you can't wait for the South to rise again to then what? Fight America? Because typically the the people who t- tend to fly those fucking flags out of the back of their truck are also the assholes flying American flags right next to them. Like, you're a moron. You're flying the Nazi flag and the Israel flag in the same fucking space. Dumbass. Exactly. And, and here's the thing. And this is the reason why I wish we had 100,000 listeners. is because it's a question you asked earlier at the end of my rant. You were like, is it ignorance? And once again, I'm not using the word ignorance as an insult. Ignorance is a lack of knowledge. No, ignorance is a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of knowledge. So is it A, ignorance? Or is it B, hate blanketed by ignorance? And the answer is it's both. It is absolutely both. And and the thing is, and here's the thing. I want to touch on this real quick. I have to stay calm. I have to keep reminding myself. You're doing like, great. Steve keeps You're... giving me the take a ball grip fucking hand signals in the booth. Like he's like. Yeah, he holds up like he's holding one hand. Keep smoking weed, man. You're doing great. By the way, I need to clarify. That I'm going to end up getting my dander up and run in the booth and bite him in the face. Well, you do remember whenever we did the uh, pre-recording for the episode for the tool thing, you did run in there and just start punching him in the face. You know that, right? You did do that. Well, that was the one time I beat him with a hockey stick. I chased him with a baseball bat that one time too, but I never caught him. Yeah, but it was totally unprovoked is my point. It's never unprovoked. He's so You're stupid. such an asshole. Okay. <laughs> He's not ignorant. No. He's just stupid. Here's the thing I want to point out, and I'm going to put it out there. I don't give a fuck. I believe in honesty because my wife said it to me, and I believe she said it best. And I don't give a fuck how you feel about this. Seriously, if any of this has offended you, take a walk and don't look back. We will not miss you. At this point... I'm sure Tucker Carlson does a podcast, so... 
yeah, I'm sure Rush Limbaugh needs your, your ratings. Like, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. I'm not getting political. I'm, this is more of, this is more, for me, this is a lot more human rights than it is political. If you try to make this left versus right, you're blind. Yeah, it's not a political rant. I, I don't have, I don't have a political issue with the right. I have a political issue with hypocrisy and morons. That, I have a political issue with hate. <laughs> I have so, a political okay. issue with hate. I also have a so political be- issue with the idea of, uh, listen, I, and here's go, all right, fuck it. I'm going to take a left turn in the weeds real quick. Listen, motherfuckers, it's called the Black Lives Matter movement because their lives have historically not mattered and they are fucked the fuck up with it and they're standing up and saying hey our lives matter stop fucking killing us them saying for that you to act- does not Look. conversely mean your life does not matter do not exactly. fucking tell me what all lives matter because what you're doing when you make that dumbass statement is you're denigrating their struggle to say our lives matter no. stop fucking killing us but do you know what's funny about it is like right now and especially as Americans. Weed, Steve, suck a dick. Especially as Americans, okay? And whenever I say the word American, motherfucker, I mean a citizen of this country that considers himself a valuable member of society, okay? Americans right now will go out of their way to be like, well, what about my struggle? Are you fucking kidding me? Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> of course, of course your life matters all human lives matter because at the end of the day and once again I don't give a fuck all lives absolutely matter but that, that, that that's not the point the point is that's not the point historically and throughout our recent history have fucking not and it's disgusting and they're standing up and they're saying please stop fucking murdering us our lives matter our lives matter and it has you nothing want- to do with you it has nothing to do with you Nobody fucking well, wait, cares but that that's you're covered if they're saying Orion. Black Lives Matter. Orion, that's the problem, is what you just said. You just underlined the problem with a fucking bright yellow highlighter. It's not about them. If it's not about me, if it's not about me, then why should I give a flying fuck? And wait. So I because you're a goddamn human about. that lives on this fucking earth and you have a soul and you have this weird thing called compassion and you see and people who are struggling and being beaten down and abused by not just the system but being murdered by fucking cops in the streets and you can, you know, empathize with how fucking painful that must be to not even have anybody to turn to because the very people you're supposed to be able to turn to are the motherfuckers killing you. So to be able to so, stand up and say, hey, does my life fucking matter? And then have everybody Here, else turn around and go, well, well, my life matters. Great. Here, here's an, awesome. Here's, a, here's another thing that people, I think, overlook a lot that I think we need to really focus on, okay? This is, I want to make this a focal point, at least for the moment. A lot of people are like, well, if I say this or if I feel this or if I do that, then I'm flip-flopping. I do not ever, ever, ever want to hear that word again because it's not called flip-flopping. It's it's called keeping your mind open and taking in new information and adjusting your viewpoint on said received knowledge. You're not flip-flopping. What you're doing is evolving your thought as a human. You had a stance. You became more educated on that stance and developed a new stance as a part of the evolution of that thought. From its infancy which, 
to now. If you feel the, the same way you did when you were 12 and you are 30 fucking 9, 40 years old, guess what? You're a dummy and you have done nothing to advance your thought process throughout your life. And, and that that is the point, in my opinion, of humanity is to grow and to learn and to become the best that you can be. And and to like look ignorant. at look at some of us right now, dude. Ignorance look at this at point is the... almost willful, wouldn't you say? It is. I no, at this point it's absolutely willful. Wait, okay, wait, ha ha, what a perfect segue into the point that I skipped over a minute ago. I was gonna out myself and I'm gonna continue to do it. My dear old grandmother, I love my grandmother. She's a sweet old lady. But deep down, I don't know if it's ignorance or hate. I really don't. Just the other day, she posted on goddamn Facebook, one of those stupid goddamn click and share propaganda fucking bullshit where it's like, click share and type an amen if you believe in getting rid of my southern heritage is wrong with a big fucking picture of that rebel flag right right and i'm like dude like okay i'm not gonna rage at you because you know you're my family and i love you you're my sweet old grandmother but at the same time fuck that and fuck you like if that's really where you fucking stand if you really really truly feel that way and you see the grand scope of everything that's happening right now then then that's fucking fine you go fuck yourself like i don't give a fuck like i commented on one of her little things and i, and I posted basically the, the short version of the history i gave you at the beginning of this segment right right she's like my rebel flag is my history and i'm like no it's not and here's why right boom dynamite no no one ever said anything my dad calls me a day later right my dad's like, well, you might want to, you know, kind of take it easy on your granny. And I'm like, no. No. Why? Maybe she didn't I know. I don't like, I and, don't, look, not to just jump off the train real quick. No, but I jump don't in, like, buddy. I don't like the excuse that, oh, well, they're old and they're set in their ways. Bullshit. My grandmother's Fuck old. That. Learn. She's, Learn. She is a, because no matter one of the what, most open-minded what, people I know. She is so open to, like, adjusting her position that I, I convinced her multiple times granted i i know this doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things but she looked at me and she said you can't cook fucking bratwurst properly in the toaster oven i said bullshit and i did it and she changed her mind see old people can change their mind go ahead yeah i don't know you're you're I mean, you you basically finished my point you might want to take it easy on her no you know why because i know my grandmother she's a lucid individual right she's an intelligent woman she was a surgical assistant for 30 fucking years like she's not a dummy Right. So no, I will not. I will not take it easy on her. Now I'm not going to go after her and call her a fucking hate-filled bigot on Facebook. I won't do that, but I might feel it. Uh, I love. I, I, look, to be clear, I love my grandmother. I love my father. I love all of my backwards, racist fucking family members that live in Arkansas. I do. I love them because they're my family. But I will not. I will not filter my opinion based on the opinions of my loved ones fuck that and in fact maybe me standing up as loud and proud as i am maybe that'll expand their minds i had a, I had a friend of mine who he was very much a good old boy you know what i mean and he and i would routinely and regularly get into debates about 
the reasons for why the Civil War occurred. Not like it, it, it is a debate, which always is what frustrated me about it, right? Like, it, no, it's not a debate. Like, read the fucking articles of society. Well, wait, can I give you my two-sentence take on that real quick? Yeah. Other than the hate and the obvious racism and thinking that white people are better than black people, other than that, right? Excluding that whole chestnut, which is a good, a good section of it. Yeah, okay. Um, I feel... I, <laughs> I feel that Let's the rest just take of it, that little bit over here. Yeah, that whole I big just, most of know, it. I don't mean to be racist, but but here's something racist. Yeah, but no. I'm gonna power through. But with that being said, I think the rest of it was fucking fat cat business owners that didn't want to give up free slash cheap labor. Well, my my whole point is to the to this argument, right? Was this was a man who very much you know, gave you the basic arguments that you, you probably know and have heard a thousand times about, you know, that flag and about the Confederacy and the whole the whole thing, right? But it's it's all moot because you could just read the articles of secession. In their own words, the first five of them have to do with owning people. You know what I mean? It's very fucking clear what they were with why they left. They've had like seven or eight articles of secession and the first five of them are about owning people. <laughs> so, that I, is... And I kept trying to explain this to him and he's like, no, no, man, it's not, no, but it was about states' rights. And I'm like, right, the, uh, the right to own people. And they're like, no, but it was about economics. And I'm like, yeah, the economics of not paying your labor force because you own them. Yeah. And it just never like sunk in and I don't, I don't get it. And it goes back to the whole, like, this. it has to be willful on this point. Because if you don't get it, like, even the Confederacy, in their own words, clearly lay out, oh, no, this shit's about owning people, and we're better, and we're clearly better, and we want to make everybody, everybody needs to know we're better. They say it as loud as they can, and yet people will openly look you in the face and say, no, it had nothing to do with that. And you're like, What? I had somebody jump on there on Facebook whenever I dropped that comment on my grandmother that was like, no, it's about the farmers and this and that that lost their lives defending their farms. First of all, they weren't farmers, bro. They were plantation owners. Yeah, Let's be clear about that. No, no, were they? Well, 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 now. Well, well, what? You know. Well, what? That they had, uh, hmm. Mm, Let's mm, call it cheap up. labor. Shut up. Right. And, the, dude... The thing behind it is, is like honestly. Hey, we it, we we gave them a college education. Er, uh, I meant fed and housed them. Let me let me ask you a real question. And anyone, sorry, that might did be I on just other, allude to the fact that I think the college athletes are kind of treated like slaves? So my yeah, bad. You, you, you did, but also to ignore the money that they most definitely get is ignorant as well. I'm not saying that they're slaves. I'm saying they're kind of treated in a similar fashion. Yeah, we'll leave that conversation for another day. <laughs> Damn, that is such a touchy subject. I don't want to. We'll set. We'll set that. I one really on don't like. Right I don't want to hurt anybody. You know what I mean? I don't want to hurt no. anybody. If you're so willfully thing. ignorant that this shit hurts you, I'm sorry. I don't want to hurt you, but I can't. Also, neither one of us can shy away from something so very obviously confronting our society at the forefront right now. Right. The Black Lives Matter movement with the protests against these police it. officers. Say it. Say it. Police brutality, man. That's what it is. You don't have to dive in to acknowledge it. I hate. Uh, nope. Not gonna do it. Don't do it. 
Okay, so look, I'm going to explain. I'm going to jump in for a second. Orion has a very, very powerful stance on the uh, specifically police brutality end of the BLM movement. And I respect his opinion, but it's really, really hard for the dude to talk about it with not getting incredibly fired up and go to kind of a dark place. And so to avoid that, we are going to avoid that, at least for the time being, right? Yeah. Just know that Orion is most definitely on the side of the supporters of fucking fuck your structure, fuck the police, fuck the way they treat people. Orion is 100% on board, and it's hard for him to talk about because he gets way fucking too fired up. So we are going to go ahead and move past that for now, okay? I, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Now, listen, the last thing that I'm Moving right along, foot-losing, fancy free. Moving, moving along, I do want to say this. I like how you said I don't I don't want to necessarily attack anybody, not trying to hurt your feelings, and I'm not either. But I have to parrot what you said, that at this point, y- your lack of knowledge is selective. It's you have willful. chosen. You have chosen not to know the history, right? And 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 if you want to to find some way to honor the fallen of 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 the Civil War, which Here's my last point on on this note. Some legacies are not worth hanging on to. Do you really want to celebrate your Nazi great grandpa? Is that is that really is that now, really now thing I, you want I get to do? It. it might make your it you might don't make pop, your flesh... pop on top of your list of people to honor. Let me ask you something. If hearing this, just let's just say hey, oh, and eat some weird soup. Orion, let's role play for a minute, okay? All right. Let's say that you're a listener listening to this and, and, and some of this is kind of firing you up because you hear us talking shit about your racist great-great-granddaddy, right? Yeah. Okay, my question to you is this. Does your blood burn right now because you're ashamed of the fact that your great-great-grandfather was a hateful fucking slave owner or does it burn you to hear your faults laid out in front of you and you're ashamed of yourself? Oh no, I, I I actually support everything my great great granddaddy stood for. I think he's a great man. Uh, I, I I think you're wrong in it that the that fucking flag represents my my southern heritage, and I love it. And I, if I want to fly it out of my gigantic yellow party truck, I goddamn will. No, it's mostly you know what. To be honest with you, if if I were it, the person you described, I think I would be more upset because I am being laid to bear it's the same reason why i take hallucinogenics i uh, the introspective look people talk about cannabis and the paranoia yeah that's a good thing that is to show you you're paranoid because you know you're wrong about something and you need to examine and explore that and then and then trying to evolve yourself as a human you know what i mean with hallucinogenics this the introspective nature the mirror reflected back at my own hypocrisy my own bullshit when i try so hard to make my words match my actions you know what i mean it's so stark and painful and it hurts but it's on me to either decide to accept that that's what i do and i can fix that or ignore it and be like no fuck you you're wrong it's really on me to make that decision and the fixing that is really where we're at right now. That's that's the part that I want to stress, no matter where you stand. And I will definitely say anybody that stands on the other side is definitely not listening at this point. But I will say this. Do yourself a favor and educate yourself. If you typically listen to Fox News, 
watch some CNN. So what you need to do in this or vice versa, you know what? Or, or vice versa. versa. Look, what I like to do is I I I won't give you the names of the organizations I listen to, but I listen Fair to enough. one. I listen to two. One is very clear about their left leaning bias. The other Fair. is very clear about their right leaning bias, and they try and both say what we want to do is give you facts with context, right? And typically they do stories uh, 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 they do the same like topics right they'll do a story on the same topic and when I watch both or when I listen to both I know that somewhere in the middle I can clearly find some sort of truth you know what I mean because I know they're leaning left and I know they're leaning right now I've got a little bit of both sides perspective on the same topic and I can find some sort of middle road dude you are uh that's that's beautiful and i want to address one more thing before we get out or before we do our earworms at least i I really like doing this segment a advanced listening today is at least more about music it's about listening to your world to your life to your neighbors listen stop preaching and just shut the fuck up and listen just for a minute Mm, i don't i don't I, I I can't shut up. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, no, we're not going <laughs> to shut up. We're doing a podcast. Us shutting up means we turn it off. No, 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 we, no, no. We don't we don't shut up. I'm talking about everybody else. Everybody yeah, no, no. Else all of you all need fuck to shut up the fuck up and advance your listening And pay to attention. <laughs> Stop worrying about your fucking struggle and look outside of your little sandbox. That's my point today. Also, you know what? I Joe Rogan, say, Joe Rogan makes this point pretty regularly, right? Like if we as a society want to be a better society, then we need to make less losers, right? The idea isn't to raise up this group over that group or this group over that group it's to raise everybody up everybody the less losers we have in our society the better of a society we are we have Mother, right motherfucker there's only one race and that's the human race and i don't give a fuck how you Ooh. feel about it yeah no that's what i'm saying and when i say losers i mean like the ignorant masses who are and it not do anything through any of their fault you know what i mean just do Poor diet and fucking poor education and poor opportunity choices. Everybody ha- knows somebody who's just been ripped of, of any kind of uh, options and opportunity in their world. It, it, it feels like you're just you're struggling and you have nothing to go for. You know what I mean? And it creates Look, I- ignorance is in our curable. society, man. Ignorance is curable. Stupidity is permanent. So don't be stupid. It's okay to be ignorant. Fix it. Look into it. Read about it. And don't just read one fucking... Don't click on an article on Facebook. I swear to God, I'll come to your house and choke you in your sleep. Just know that, like, you know, memes aren't reality. And just because you saw a 10-second clip edited out of context doesn't mean that's what... Listen, I, you could take me out of context a thousand times in this segment alone and make it sound like I am the worst <laughs> person ever. Well, you are the worst person ever, but that's... You fucking shut your mouth. I am a a perfect human being. I am amazing. I have the jawline of a Nordic god. You you do, but stop. Thank you. And the rest of you are pathetic, sad, sad excuses for... You fucking... You... All of you. Stop it. Our, hey. our listener, hey, you know how whenever we check our stats, it says our estimated audience, right? Yeah, it's like 
negative five. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be so low. <laughs> We're gonna owe listeners. <laughs> the three races oh, that hey. we had been, had, they were just waiting hey. for us to turn to their side the whole time. And they were like, hey, man, I don't think they like us. I don't think they'd like us. Hey, I actually, I want to point one more thing out. This is my closing topic on the on the racism thing. And then I want to do an earworm and we got to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a friend who is a current good old boy. He lives in Arkansas. I met him while living there doing HVAC. And I mean, when you talk to him, boy, he talk, he talks just like this. You know what okay. I mean? Like, he's, he's very Southern. And he is surrounded by alt-right really extreme just we'll just go ahead and say it bad people they're bad people they're, they're bad hateful people. fucking people and i love it because this dude knows where i stand he knows that i'm not necessarily a quote liberal he knows that i'm a free thinking individual that wants what's best for humanity right right Right. And so he likes to call me and talk about all the jib jab that his friends, quote, friends, co-workers laid out for him. And we like to discuss the intricacies of the ins and outs of humanity. And I am so proud of him for being somebody that's born and raised in small town Arkansas, born and raised super religious, born and Surrounded raised super by conservative. People that could easily pervert his outlook on on the world into their outlook. But regardless that of is, that happens a fuck ton, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, exactly. And but just but instead exposure of exposure to new and different things will and, expand and, your fucking horizons. And instead of being consumed by what he's constantly fed, because that's the people on his newsfeed, that's the people he goes to work with, right? Right. Like instead, he just absorbs all the shit that he gets, and then we speak about it. And and I I just want to give props. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. My man Jacob in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, I'm proud of you, dude. You're a fucking free-thinking individual, and regardless of where you stand politically or any of that shit, you know that human lives are important, and I I appreciate you. That's my final take on any of this shit, and then I want to do an earworm. The uh, the thing is, is by 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 calling by giving him his props like that, you've also announced to the world that Jacob's neighbors are scumbags. <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's neighbor's been a loyal listener since episode two. He's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> He's sitting there right now like, you son of a bitch. Just so advanced. confused. Just He's like, on Twitter right now. At Advanced Pod on Twitter. I do not appreciate your liberal, inclusive, utopian society ideals. What, you just gonna solve all the world's problems with hugs and love? Sons of bitches. I hope you burn in hell. <laughs> do you have, do you know the earworm man, the earworm man, I do. the earworm man? I got what, a good one. I got, what I is got your a earworm. I got a good one. Uh, earlier you heard me mention an artist uh, that you're kind of familiar with. You said futuristic, right? He uh he did a song with this guy. You know what? Bon- I think I was thinking of Futurama. No, oh my god, I hate you. Log off. Turn no, his- you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Steve, Steve, cut his mic. No? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Oh, 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 because he's gonna hit you again. Yes, Jesus I will. Christ. I will stab you in between the third and fourth rib, Steve. I swear to Christ. Okay, whatever. Okay, so my my earworm is uh, 
Futuristic and Devon Terrell did an entire album together called Coast to Coast. And the reason why is one of them is from New York and one of them is from California. They clever. did they did an entire album together. The album is called Coast to Coast. On this album, there is one Very track uh, that stands out to me more than any of the other tracks. And it is called Sub Me In. Uh, and basically, it is just like a four-minute track of Devon Terrell and Futuristic chopping it up going as hard as they can and also you remember when fred durst and uh jonathan davis did that song where they were like screaming at each other and talking shit i i do you, all in the family are, yes it's all in uh-huh. the family right yes it is it's kind of uh their version of that they're basically like talking shit to each other and, Why is uh, it when you said Fred Durst immediately, like, my reaction was to look at Steve and, 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 and see if he was clinch? wearing a backwards red Yankees hat? I was about to say, did you, like, clench your fist and raise it up and make eye contact with him? He's, he's looking at me like a deer in headlights because I know he owns a backwards red Yankees hat. Well, why does he, what does it mean he owns Don't a backwards? Don't lie to does, me, you son of a bitch. Does that mean that, like, the only way you can put it on is backwards? <laughs> I don't understand... Okay, wait. Anyway, the song is called Sub Me In, and it's basically just these two dudes going pretty much as hard as they can. And what I love about it is uh, Devon Terrell is really known for doing some of this kind of uh, auto-tuning singing shit, right? Okay. He brings that style into him chopping it up. It's an, it's an incredible song. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It's on the, the playlist. Orion, what you got, boy? All right, so my earworm has nothing to do with the monsters in the audience. My earworms, there's two of them. They're for you, buddy. They're for me? They're for me? They're for you. Yeah. band that I know you don't necessarily enjoy. Okay. But I feel like you listened to them in a very younger version of them that was really kind of obnoxious and... Uh, uh, they've matured since then and their last two albums are really evidence of that maturity and that development in I'm their musical sound and I'm going to give you two songs and I want you to report back to me next week about how you felt about these songs I, I'm, uh, the band yeah what I, what no I'm just I'm <laughs> what the fuck was that tone what um <laughs> I, I'm just curious. I'm trying to sit here. I'm racking my brain and thinking about where you're going with this. And I have no idea. So go ahead, man. The band is a band from uh, uh, California. They're they're called Head P.E. Oh, God Stands damn For it. Head Planet oh, Earth. God damn it. It is spelled H-E-D-P-E. Capital P, capital E. Heed P. Got it. Heed P. <laughs> First off. They they are uh, they're a, I think they're a Huntington Beach band. They're one of the many like early '90 kind of funk punk rock, rock metal bands that came out of uh, the beach beaches of Los Angeles. You yeah, know, your downsets and and even the Red Hot Chili Peppers kind of fall into that category. Yeah. Um, so the band's called Head PE. Their last two albums, this album one is called Forever, Out, and the newest one is called uh, Stampede. The songs. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the newest album is called Stampede. Didn't yeah. wait, didn't didn't <laughs> didn't 
didn't Hell Yeah release an album called Stampede? Yeah, yeah, they did. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know why. I just immediately made that connection because I kind of laugh at Hell Yeah, even though I love Yeah, I was kind of waiting for you to do that, too. Okay, okay, go ahead. I knew that was coming. I did. God I did. damn it. Listen, go I ahead. only want you to listen to two songs. The song off Forever is a song called Pay Me. And the song off of Stampede is a song called PWF. Stands for Playing With Fire. I want you to okay. listen to those songs. I don't give a fuck if the audience... Just shut up, Steve. No one cares about what you do. Yeah, shut do up, you really Steve. listen to the earworms? Really? Shut Great. up. Great. I, I, need, I need you to listen to these two songs and tell me what you think, because I know you don't like this band. I've loved this band for a long time. I, I, I love the fucking punk rock kind of stupid, obnoxious, adolescent albums. You know what I mean? And I like their new stuff, too, because it's it, it you can see the growth and the maturity. And I think I think you will like new Heat P. Heat P. Wait, hey, this just in. I just got a little note on my desk here. Hold on. Oh, wait. Steve's flagging me down. Why are you? Okay, hold on. I'm scared he's going to hit me again. Please stop pointing me out. Don't read this on the... Oh. Oh shit. <laughs> yes, don't read this on the air. I'm definitely gonna catch you in the nuts. I he's so upset with me right now. He's again, he's like stuck. Well, like wait. he doesn't know if he wants to run away or stay because he knows he'll get it worse if he runs. To be fair, can I at least defend myself by saying don't bring a motherfucker a piece of paper while he's recording? Like what am I supposed to do with that? This just in. Steve is afraid he's gonna get punched in the nuts. And please don't, don't read us on, on the air. <laughs> any, any fucking way. Yeah, dude. So, guys, I want to point out that we are nearing our season end. We've only got a few. We're closing more, in. We're not we're, there yet. We're not there yet. We've got the a final few stretch. more big fucking bands to do. And um, I want to really pump the email. I want you guys to get involved because whenever we do start season two, I want everybody to be a lot more involved. I really do. Yeah, I want wants, more emails. He wants you to send him emails and he wants you to, him to tweet at the uh, the thing and then you know, I'll generally ignore it. But he, he really wants you to. I want it. Yeah, Orion doesn't give two pieces of ball hair, but I want it. That's not fair. I wouldn't give two. You son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, man. Is there anything else you want to drop on anybody today, or or how you feeling about this? Yeah, man. Listen, all I'm saying is is that every time I do space coke, you get on me about every time I do space coke. All right. Sometimes I just want to do space coke. Well, so wait. Tell you... me that every time you do space coke, you don't tell me. Wait. I act like this every time I do space coke. All right. You know what? That you all do right. that every time I do space coke. Okay. Wait. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. You want to put it out there? We'll put it out there. Before Steve, there was a Justin. You remember Justin, Orion? Yes, I sold him to aliens, into slavery to aliens for more space coke. Yeah, after you... What do you think I'm just fucking prepping Steve for? It's just, I'm just saying, we had a producer... They don't want, they want... He's not fat enough yet. You gotta like fatten the Steve. You fucking every time aliens for space coke. Every fucking time you do space coke, we get involved in some human trafficking bullshit, and that's like not my fucking bag, dude. Yeah, but it is literally human trafficking. Like we're trafficking humans to aliens. Yeah, I get it. Oh, okay, whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's fucking Wu-Tang episode. I don't think you get it, though, because it's not illegal because they're aliens. They're not from here. 
They don't yeah. fall under the jurisdiction of our rules and regulations. But let me, it's not them that I'm talking about. How would the government feel about you taking a I firing, have nothing to do with it. I'm just getting space coke out of the deal. Firing production. Do you understand how much better space coke is to regular yeah, but coke? Do you understand how much smarter Justin was than fucking Steve? That's why they took him sooner. Why do you think I'm having such a problem getting him to take this asshole? I need some more space coke. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is advanced listening. Don't, don't sell your producers for space coke. Unless they're really stupid. Instead, advance your listening. Space coke.